serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world. This is the Show Me Sports Network. The following is an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and is a high-fidelity, all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited. It's time for Jefferson City Renegades Baseball on the Show Me Sports Network. This is the Jefferson City Renegades pregame show on the exclusive home for Renegades baseball, the Show Me Sports Network. We'll recap last night's highlights, set the stage for first pitch, and even get the thoughts of the head coach during the pregame show. All while we get set to bring you the exciting play-by-play action of your Jefferson City Renegades. The best pregame coverage in mid-Missouri is on the air. As the Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew is ready in the Doc and Norm Direct broadcast booth. Exclusive pregame coverage of Jefferson City Renegades baseball is brought to you by Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City. Avon with Michelle Cartier. Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Christopher Scott, Farmers Insurance, Doc and Norm Direct, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Hoslog Landscaping and Design, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, River Oak Christian Academy, Sawdust Studios, State Tech of Missouri, and Walk Off Wood Bat Company. The excitement is building in the stands, and the tension is rising in the dugout as first pitch is just around the corner. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball on the Renegades Radio Network and the Show Me Sports Network. Now let's go live to the field to the Doc and Norm Direct Broadcast booth. For the fourth straight time taking the field, the Renegades will be coming off a loss and they look to snap that skid tonight as they have fallen to a season worst. Four games under 500 and 9 and 13, but still plenty to be excited about as it's a Renegades team that surely looks close to breaking out. Welcome in everyone to the Doc and Norm Direct Broadcast booth. I'm Ben Schmidt bringing you tonight's Renegades coverage on the Show Me Sports Network as for the second straight night here in Clorinda, the Renegades get ready to take on the A's. Just a little under 10 minutes away from first pitch here at the ballpark. Turned out to be a really nice night for baseball. It is sunny out, but also a pretty nice breeze blowing up here into the ballpark. And the flags directly to my left are uh, whipping pretty good, so hopefully... That'll help the Renegades offense maybe carry a few balls out of here for a team that needs to get back into the win column. Still very much alive in their division. Renegades have fallen from second to third place after last night's defeat. They now trail both Joplin and Sedalia, but only two games back of first place in their division. They sit at 9-13 and 13 and Joplin right at 500. So still very much alive and still very much of the season left to go as, as we flip the calendar to July. Just a little over three weeks left in the regular season for the Renegades to do some damage. All-Star game mixed in there as well along with the home run derby. We'll see who will be participating for that for the Renegades in just about a week or so. But right now at the ballpark, players just finishing up warm-up throws. Some stretching still going on for the A's out in left field. But before we get to tonight's game, let's recap last night for the Renegades. A game that 
Really, the score does not do justice on how the game unfolded because although the fact that the Renegades lost it by a score of 10 to 1, it was a game that they were very much in for the first seven and a half innings. Renegades faced a real good starter last night for the A's, and Michael Ramos came into the ballgame with an ERA under 1. And the Renegades were able to put some base runners on beyond the attack early. They had two hits in the first, two hits in the second, and then two base runners in the third. And through those first innings, they had scored a run, but Ramos really locked in from there. He goes six innings, gave up just the one run, and Will Walsh came in relief, finished the final three innings without giving up a run. The one that the Renegades did score was thanks to an RBI single by Joe Hersler in the second scoring Colby out, but that would be all for the Jefferson City offense. Now to the Renegades pitching, Braden Boyer got the starting. He went five and two, er, two thirds innings and allowed three runs, but only one of those runs was earned runs as the other two came in to score on an error in the first inning. The one he did allow on the line goes to a Will Walsh solo home run in the third that left the ballpark in an early in a hurry, but things really unraveled for the Renegades when the A's took the plate in the bottom of the eighth inning. In that long eighth inning, the A's sent 11 batters to the plate. They scored seven runs, and coming into it, they were leading 3-1, to one, and heading out of it, they were leading 10-1, to one, and essentially all but put the game to rest in the bottom of the eighth inning. An inning where they only gave got one hit, the A's did. Despite scoring the seven runs, it was thanks to a plethora of walks. There were four issued out by Renegades pitching in that inning. There was a couple of errors made, a bunch of stolen bases, and just the one hit allowed by the Renegades. So overall for Renegades pitching last night, through the first seven and a half innings and only giving up one earned run, but then finished giving up ten runs in total. Some of them not earned, but way too hard to figure that out. But all in all, it ended in a 10-1 Renegades loss. Braden Boyer took the loss, and Ramos got the win. Walsh with the save because he went the final three innings and came in, when, came in when it was still a save opportunity. Walsh was arguably the player of the game last night for the A's. Got the win, got the save, pardon me. Came in the last three innings on the mound and hit the solo home run. So some versatility there for the A's offense. We'll see Walsh back in the lineup tonight, along with a lot of familiar names. We'll get to the lineup in just once a second. So... With this, before we do that, let's look to what's upcoming for the Renegades. They finish off this Iowa trip the last time they'll come here all season long, except for the All-Star break, if you want to count that. But heading back home tomorrow night to take on the J.C. Legends, a home exhibition game, so come on out and enjoy the fun. Also a debut of a new thing we've got going on the broadcast tomorrow night. You will not want to miss that. It should be a lot of fun. And then Sedili on Sunday, that's a road game, taking on the Bombers at their ballpark. You'll have Blake for the call on that one. And then Monday, Tuesday, the 4th and the 5th are off days for the Renegades before a real tough end of the week. Next week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, the Renegades play all home games, but two of those days have double headers. So four games played in two days and then the all-star break to follow for the Renegades. That's a look ahead to their upcoming schedule, currently sitting at 9-13 and 13 after dropping four straight. All started with a loss to St. Joe on Tuesday, dropped a doubleheader on Wednesday to Carroll, and then last night to Clorinda, and now sit here on Friday, July 1st, still very much alive in their division, but a season worst, four games under 500 up until this point, the most they had been under the 500 mark was three games. Umpires just walking out onto the field as I speak, which means the coaches will soon be following right as we get ready to go here at the ballpark. Different jerseys for both teams tonight. The Renegades have their yellow alternates with the blue stripe under the arms and a little bit on the back shoulders. They still go with the white pants, but wearing the yellows tonight. And same pants for the A's. They go with the baby blues, but they have switched to red jerseys. So we've got all the pri primary colors here tonight. Red, blue, yellow. 
Looks to be a pretty colorful matchup jersey-wise between these two squads. I like the red and the blue. It certainly stands out for this A's team. Looks good, but hopefully uh, jerseys don't lead the A's to win. And as the Renegades have got to get something going here, have already losing four straight, don't want to make it five, and continue a season-worst losing streak. So with just a couple minutes till first pitch, I'm going to go ahead and get you tonight's lineups. A's at 17-7. and seven. Oh, a, a half a game up on St. Joe for first in their division. Jefferson City at 9-13. and 13. They're two games out of first place behind Joplin and Sedalia. For the Renegades, the away team tonight to get things started, it will be Adonis Forte leading off in center field. Colby Ott bats second and plays second base. Luke Fuller, the number three hitter tonight. He's behind the plate. And Jack Matashek in right field bats cleanup. They move Jackson Lovich over to third base tonight. That's where he'll play and bat fifth in the lineup. Brendan Perkins, who came in to pitch in the eighth last night, plays left tonight and bats sixth. TJ Rockerbomber, who came in to pinch hit and then played first last night, he's the DH in the lineup card tonight. Taylor Hopkins gets to start at short on this Friday evening and hits eighth. And Ian Nolf will get the spot at first base as the Renegades continue to rotate first baseman. It'll be Nolf's turn here tonight in the ninth spot. And making his second start of the season on the mound is Carter Gorling, the pitcher. Last pitch a couple of nights ago at home. Didn't necessarily know if he'd stay in the rotation or move to the bullpen. But he gets the nod on the mound tonight for the Renegades. So making his second turn through the rotation. We'll see how he's able to do. And that one start that Gorling did make, that was against the Bombers on 25th. So just about a week ago he went four and two-thirds innings walked three struck out six excuse me walked three struck out three gave up six hits four runs three earned took a no decision in that one as the renegades ended up winning it six to five that was the game where taylor hopkins hit the walk-off down the right field line in the i believe the 11th inning that was a long one and the last time Gorling got the start on the mound so one more time for the renegades forte at four matishek lovich perkins Rocker Bomber, Hopkins, Nolf with going, getting the start on the bump. Renegades have had good starting pitching during this losing streak. Despite not being able to come out on top and despite giving up 10 runs last night, Boyer only gave up just one earned three total through the first six innings that he went. Now let's turn it back over to the A's lineup. You'll see some familiar names as well. Both lineups tonight are somewhat similar. We see the top part of the order in terms of players that also played last night. So for the A's, Tab Tracy, who wreaked havoc last night on the base pass for the Renegades, leads off and plays center. He had four stolen bases last night, and he's back tonight to potentially do some more damage. Max Peterson gets moved up to the two spot. He's back at second base tonight. And Will Walsh, arguably last night's player of the game, bats third. He's playing first base tonight. DH pitched and hit a home run last night. Cam Kelton moves over to third and bats cleanup tonight, followed by Conagher Sands, the DH hitting fifth. Bryce Phillips, newcomer in right field, hitting sixth, followed by Tyler Large, the left fielder, batting second. Excuse me, batting seventh. Hayes Edens, the catcher tonight for the A's, bats eighth. And then Clay Cutter plays shortstop tonight for the A's, batting ninth. And taking the mound is Brian Kraft starting tonight for the A's. Look to see if he can build on the great start that the A's got last night at a Ramos. We'll see Kraft take them out in just about a couple of minutes as now player introductions going on here at the field. So one more time for the A's will be Tracy Peterson-Walsh, Kelton Sands-Phelps, Large Edens-Cutter with Kraft on the mound. This is the fourth and final meeting if you're just joining us between the Clorinda A's and the Jefferson City Renegades of the season. 
Looking back at the season series, these first two teams met in Vivian Field way back at the start of the season, just about a month ago, when this season was still in its infant stages. Renegades lost 10 to nothing, sort of similar to how last night's game went against the A's on the third at home, and they came back the next night and won 7-6 to six in walk-off fashion, fashion in 12 innings. So maybe if we're looking at the pattern, Renegades are due for a close win tonight. It is much needed as... They are now falling to 1-2 and two on the season against the A's. And overall, 9-13, and 13, a four-game losing streak. Right on the heels of a three-game winning streak where it really looked like they were starting to get things going. Thought there was going to be a springboard into a uh, potential long winning streak or at least a sustained success for the Renegades. But ever since the heartbreaking St. Joe loss a couple of nights ago, just have not been able to kick things into gear. And the biggest problem for the Renegades has been the offense. Despite in the first four innings against the St. Joe game, they put up five runs. Really, ever since that point, it has been an absolute struggle to score runs. They were blanked for the final five of that game against St. Joe a couple of nights ago. And then came back in the first game of the doubleheader, did not score a run, were blanked 7-0. And then only scored two in the second half of the doubleheader. And then last night only scored once. So they are due in a big way for an offensive breakout. Maybe tonight is the night, but regardless, we'll have to see. Just a few minutes from first pitch. Renegades are currently all lined up on the first baseline, donning the yellow jerseys. A's wearing the red with the blue pants are jogging out to their positions as we speak as the PA announcer here at Munsville Stadium is announcing them player by player. Wind is certainly blowing. Looks like it's blowing from right to left as that's, I believe, maybe even blowing towards us a little bit. So that may actually keep some balls in the ballpark. Looking to the flags to my left, they're blowing out behind me. So yeah, I actually think we may be in store for some pitching as balls hit in the air may be caught in the wind. And at the very least, they're going to turn and make a hard turn to the left, but maybe even be kept in as well. So that's enough weather talk for me. I'm not a guy that can tell you a whole lot about that, but I can tell you about some baseball, and we're going to have that in just a moment. So first pitch on its way. We're going to take a quick break, but then A's and Renegades here on the Show Me Sports Network. We'll be right back in just a moment for first pitch. Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bats, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off wood Bat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. Hello, Blake Gasway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. 
That's why at State Tech, we say, from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community wood shop. Riverville Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Riverville Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. Riverville Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day programs. To find out more about Riverville Christian Academy calling at 573-634-3983. Back in the Doc and Norm Direct Broadcast Group, Doc and Norm, the official transportation provider of your Jefferson City Renegades, and we are just about ready to go here for some baseball at Municipal Stadium here in Clorinda, Iowa, site of next week's, excuse me, not next week's, so a little over a week's All-Star game that'll take place on the 10th. That's a week from Sunday. Renegades will have coaches and hopefully a couple All-Star representatives coming back to this ballpark to show out for the Renegades. We'll have to wait and see on that one, though, as we're ready for baseball here at the ballpark. It's a battle of yellow versus red and blue. We'll see who wins the primary color duel. As Forte is in, it's a lefty-lefty matchup. Lefty Brian Kraft on the hill, and his first pitch is fired in. They're a called strike, and we're off and running. Three Forte, odd and four, center field, second base, and catcher. Do up for the Renegades to get this top of the first inning going. Kraft's delivery is right there, perfect at the knees. Now no balls and two strikes quickly on Forte. Forte did not have a great night at the plate last night. He went 0 for 5, struck out three times, but he's been excellent all season in the leadoff role. 0 for 2 is swung and fouled back to the backstop and will stay put right here. Renegades playing in their 10th road game of the season. After this, they'll play 5 out of their next 6 at Vivian Field. Actually, 7 out of their next 8 if you count the doubleheaders. This pitch misses up, now 1-2 and two on Forte. Renegades have already played more home games than road games, and it's going to increase by a large margin with next week's stretch. Kraft ahead, one ball, two strike on Forte, into the windup, and the pitch bends out of the zone, so now Forte has battled things back even, two balls and two strikes. Renegades were in most of last night's game. Trailed 3-1, to one, heading to the bottom of the eighth before really unraveling, and the final score was 10-1. 2-2 pitch, hit off the pitcher. Kraft now rolled slowly out to short, and that's going to be a leadoff infield single. Broken bat as well, so I think Adonis will need to make a call to our friends at Walk-Off Wood Bat Company. Bat did not chatter, but it certainly sounded like it broke off the bat. Pitcher is okay as it wasn't hit all that hard. 
Both Jack Matashek and Luke Fuller are inspecting that bet in the on-deck circle. Looks maybe you'd be all right, but if it did die, it died here as Forte reaches to get this thing going. So it'll be an infield single. Now Ott steps in. He scored the Renegade's only run tonight. Kraft's first pitch swung on a miss. Now 0-1-1 on the Renegade shortstop. So Forte, after having a rough night at the plate last night, quickly gets things going by reaching to start this first. He leads off of first base, pitched Ott line back up towards the second baseman. He's going to step on second, make the throw to first, and Peterson has delivered a double play thanks to stepping on the bag and throwing over to Walsh. Kraft has now retired two batters here in the top of the first inning. Ball not hit all that hard and almost right at Peterson, the second baseman, only to move a couple steps to his right. Didn't even have to flip to his shortstop cutter and then delivered a perfect throw for the double play. So Renegade's leadoff base runner erased, and now nobody on with two out for Luke Fuller. Left field last night, catching two nights, and looks at a college strike one. Kraft has gone 0-1-1 to all three Renegade's hitters so far to come to the plates. A little bit different look, lefty pitcher starting tonight for the A's compared to the righty last night. This one a shallow blooper, but the second baseman is going to run under it, and Peterson had a play in all three outs this inning. Renegades go one, two, three. So, Renegades continue to scuff on offense. We'll see what Carter Gorling can do. He'll take the mound for the bottom of the first inning here at Municipal Stadium when we're back in just a moment. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled, offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. Hi, I'm retired Army Sergeant Trent Dirks, and I want to tell you about an organization that saved and changed my life forever. Retrieving Freedom provides highly trained service dogs to veterans with disabilities and children with autism absolutely free of charge, thanks to the generous donations and support from people just like you. Experts from Retrieving Freedom help throughout the entire process from fostering programs through service dog placement. Retrieving Freedom gave me the skilled service dog, Tracer, who has been my best friend in my lifeline. To find out more about how you can get involved, volunteer, foster, or to donate, visit their website, retrievingfreedom.org. Retrieving Freedom, changing lives through the training and placement of service dogs for veterans with disabilities and children with autism. Hi, this is Nick Hoslog, owner of Hoslog Landscape and Design. Every day, my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of. By focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction, this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving Jefferson City and the Central Missouri area. Thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the Reader's Choice Awards and Jefferson City's Best multiple years running. When you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project, call us at 573-301-9464 to schedule an estimate or visit hoslaglandscape.com. Carter Goring almost through the warm-up pitches, ready to make his second start on the mound of this season. Final one fired in there to Fuller. He's behind the plate catching that and donning the all-red catcher's gear, so almost got enemy colors on tonight as the A's wear the same shade of red for their tops this evening. So, with the warm-up pitches now being concluded, Carter Gorling ready to go to work. Seen him at first base for most of the year and now makes his second start 
after joining the rotation. And looking to go to work to start against Tab Tracy. Renegade would love to keep him off the bases tonight. He reached a bunch of times and stole four bases last night. He was a menace to second base. His first one misses for a ball. So 1-0 on Tracy after Gorling's first pitch misses. Renegade's on the infield. Have Nolf, Ott, Hopkins, and Lovich. That's from right to left. 1-0 pitch from Goring is swung on a miss. Blew that one past Tracy. So now one ball and one strike. Not a ton of fans here at the ballpark tonight. Although when you look down the left field side, out in the grass area, a bunch of people brought their own lawn chairs. That looks like the spot to really camp out. This one grounded out to second. Ott coming in a few steps. Fields it and makes the perfect throw over to Nolf at first base. Although just in time to get the hustling Tracy. But it is out number one. And thankfully enough for second base, Tracy is kept off the base path. So won't have to see him steal that one here. And out number one is recorded by Gorling. So now Max Peterson moved up to the second spot tonight, steps in. Saw him last night in the lineup, but down in the number five spot. He reached three times, twice on air, out on a walk. Flies this first pitch off to the left side, foul and out of play. Will Walsh, who pitched and homered in the DH and pitcher spot last night, waits on deck. He's at first tonight. 0-1 pitches in there. A called strike to Peterson. Gorling attacking early. He's only thrown one ball to the first two batters. And now has had no balls and two strikes on Peterson. Gorling sporting the stirrups tonight. Out of the windup, his 0-2 is going to be a check swing. That's a strike three. And strikeout number one for Gorling. Excuse me, Gorling delivered tonight. And he's got two up, two down here in the first inning. Don't know whether that one was called or on the swing as Peterson started to go around regardless. It got him out, and that's all that matters. And Gorling now just six pitches in, has retired two batters, and looks to go three up, three down to get the first going if he can get Walsh here. First pitch to him is up and away. That's ball one to the number three batter tonight for the 17 and 7As. They are pacing the Mink League right now. Best record out of all the teams. Ten games over 500 after last night's win. Goings 1-0. This one in the air to deep left field. Going back is the left fielder. This ball has no chance of staying in the yard. That one is out of here off the scoreboard. And it's 1-0 A's. Walsh goes deep for the second time in two nights. Almost the same spot as last night. Don't know if last night's hit the actual scoreboard. This one looked like it may have got the bottom right corner of it out there and left. And after tying the first two, Walsh goes deep for the second time in 24 hours. And the A's have a 1-0 lead here in the first inning. So Goring now will look to reset. Gave up just a solo bomb. So nobody on with two out. Now will face Cam Kelton. First pitch to him. Ben's in there for a college strike. Now 0-1. Gorling has pitched all so far out of the lineup. Only base runner he gave up was trotting around him, so hasn't had to work with anyone on. Misses outside here, so now one ball and one strike on Kelton. Renegades went three up, three down in the first thanks to a double play. Gorling retired the first two here tonight before just giving up the solo bomb to Will Walsh. And now Kelton in a 1-1 count. This one ripped out to left field, sinking fast, and that's going to get down in front of the left fielder Perkins. Back-to-back -back base hits for the A's here with two outs, and now a runner on first base. 
Kelton hit that one on the nose, on a line as well, and no shot for Perkins out there and left. Fielded it on a hop, and then lofted it right back in as Kelton, who played short last night, third base tonight, is at first base. We'll see if they try to put him in motion here with two outs. Stepping in, Conniger Sands played third last night, DHing tonight. Runner not going, first pitch pumped in there, a strike, and now all on one on Sands. Good thing for Goring, he has to four of the first five batters fired in a first pitch strike, missed one and oh to Walsh before he took that next pitch and promptly deposited over the left field wall. Nolf does hold the runner, Kelton on at first base, decent size lead, going in a 0-1 count to Sands. And here's the delivery. This one fouled off. And now no balls and two strikes on Sands. Growing does have a strikeout in the first. He got Peterson to go down on a half swing attempt. I think it was called strike three. Giving up two hits. Has not walked a batter. And has been charged with one run here in the first. Renegade trail one and nothing. Growing had no balls and two strikes on Sands. Runner at first base. Growing sets. Looks in a couple times. And now the pitch fouled off. And we'll have to do another. Wind looks to have died out out there in left field as the flag that towers right over the Munsipal Stadium scoreboard out in left really has not got a whole lot of movement going on. Certainly was not going to hold the ball that Welsh, Walsh put in play. Got every stitch of that one to make it one and nothing. So after the foul ball, Gorwin quickly checks the runner. That's Kelton at first base. He's got a no two count on Sands after the foul ball. And time is called after Gorwin took a pretty long look into his catcher fuller. So Sands steps out. Now back into the box. Runner Kelton at first base is held on by Nolf. That's the infield straight up. Here's the 0-2 and misses high for a ball. The first one of the at-bat to Sands. Bryce Phelps, the right fielder, left-handed batter, waits on deck. If this inning were to continue, it would mean three straight two-out batters would reach. Excuse me, a right-handed batting. Bryce Phelps waits on deck, not a left-handed batting one. Going just missed to one and two, hits the pitch. This one low, runner going, the throw to second is going to be too late. It's sliding in just ahead of the tag was Kelton. And all to the A's have another stolen base here tonight. And now a two out runner in scoring position as the pitch also missed. So now two balls and two strikes on Sands. So A's have showed off the speed in the last two nights. Already got it going again early here. So now runner at second, still two balls, two strikes, and two outs. Scoring. Now checks the runner. Here's the delivery. Runner going again. This one at in the air to right. Mattishuk going back after it. Still running, but now looks to have a play and makes the catch over the left shoulder. And that's out number three. Runner stranded out there. But the A's have jumped on the board. They lead for the second game in a row thanks to Will Walsh's solo home run. So we'll head to the second inning. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. A's one, Renegades is zero. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on custom laser engraving llc a veteran owned business the following public service announcement is brought to you by the eddie goodell society jefferson city chapter 10 doing little things to make a big difference 
Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Nothing A's lead as we head to the top of the second inning here on the Show Me Sports Network. This is Ben Schmidt coming to you from the Doc and Norm Direct broadcast booth. As you almost just heard Doc and Norm talking right there. But I do want to remind everyone to go riding with Doc and Norm Direct, Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond, they do it all. Doc and Norm Direct is also the official transportation provider of the Renegades, getting us to all our road games safely, efficiently, and in style to book your spot for your next adventure, call them at 573-256-1991 or email reservations at mlexpress.com. Thanks again, once again, to Doc and Norm. Just joining us, A's took a one nothing lead in the bottom of the first on a solo home run. Now back here on the Show Me Sports Network in the top of the second is Matashek. Looks at an 0-1-0 pitch. This one nabs the inside corner of the strike zone. Pretty good movement on that pitch. Now 1-1 on Matashek. Right fielder tonight. Bats from the left side. Pretty open stance here. Now brings it in and swings and misses at the off speed. So one ball and two strikes on Matashek. Lefty-lefty matchup here. And now the 1-2 pitch delivered. Swung on a miss out in front of the off speed there. And Matashek retired on strikes. The first strikeout of the night for starting pitcher Brian Kraft. And out number one here in the second inning. Renegades have sent four batters to the plate, and although one did reach on a hit, that was Forte. It was a race on a double play, so four up, four down so far for the Renegades. And Jackson Lowich will look to break that streak here. First pitch to him, hit into left. That's going to get down, and that's a one-out base hit for the Renegades as Lowich looked little to no doubt where that one was going off the bat, and he's on with one out in the top of the second for the Renegades. Hit that one on a line, a one-hopper out to the left fielder, Large. And plenty of time to jog on down to first base. Second base runner of the evening now for the Renegades. They're going to send Walsh over to hold him on at first base. Lefty pitcher Kraft looking right at him. Brennan Perkins in. Here's the delivery. His pitch up and away for a ball. Throw to first and back in standing is Lovich. Did notice on that pitch when Kraft lifted his leg. Lovich first broke back to the bag. So... Maybe at least not yet. Not a good view of Kraft's move. Certainly not a good enough one to potentially put him in motion. 1-0 pitch outside again. And now two balls and no strikes on the Renegades left fielder. Perkins came in and pitched in the eighth last night. Gets the start in the field tonight. And bats in the number six spot for the Renegades. Rocker Brown of the DH waits on deck. Lovich on first with one out here in the second. Lovich leaning back towards the bag. This one up and away again. So now three balls, no strikes. Don't know if Kraft is a little too focused on the base runner Jackson Lovich, but is missed up and outside with all three pitches. And Perkins a ball away from getting on and giving the Renegades back-to-back base runners here with one out in the second. 3-0, this one in there, a called strike. And now three balls and one strike on the Renegades left fielder Brennan Perkins. Renegades had to face the lefty Walsh for the final three innings last night, now facing the lefty Kraft. 
Here's the 3-1 delivery. This one in the air to shallow right field. Going out is Peterson coming in as Soaps. Peterson's going to make the catch in shallow right field, and that's out number two as battling back from a 3-0 count to get Perkins right there. Kraft records the second out of the inning. So now TJ Rockerbrahma, the left-handed batting. DH looking to keep this second inning alive as Lovich singled with one out. Currently still there after the pop-out. Now steps in, lefty-lefty matchup, and the first pitch to him is going to be line sinking fast out and left. Left fielder coming in, and he's going to have enough time to make the catch, and large records out number three. So the running gauge for the second straight inning get a hit, but can't do anything with it as they put up another zero on the scoreboard. So we'll head to the bottom of the second. A's are currently up one to nothing, as we'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. Moex, Doc and Norm Direct is back better than ever. Much more than your number one ground shuttle transportation service to St. Louis Airport. Yes! Moex Dock and Norm Direct is Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Sporting events, concerts, wedding receptions, the lake, winery trips, Branson, plaza shopping, reunions, pub crawls, group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond. We do it all. Remember, we want you to ride Moex Dock and Norm Direct. When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131 to see how I can help you stay in the game. That's Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131. We are farmers. Bum, ba -dum, bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Back for the bottom of the second inning here on the Show Me Sports Network as the A's come to the plate for the second time tonight. Already scored one run in the first and Goring looking to pitch now a scoreless second. Faced five batters in the first inning. Went ground out, strike out, homer, single, fly out. So see if he can get a little bit better results here in the second inning. Retired the first two batters he faced and looked to do it pretty efficiently. And then had a little bit of a road bump with Walsh and Kelton. But now he'll face the lower part of the A's lineup in the second inning. Six, seven, eight, Phelps, Large, and Edens. First pitch is going to nab the outside corner. Good frame job there by Fuller behind the plate, and that gets Phelps into an 0-1-1 count. Going into the lineup, already had no balls and a strike. This one lined out to second. Odd leaps, and he makes the little jumping grab just in front of the outfield grass. Nicely done by the Renegade second baseman, and that's a much-needed out number one here in the second inning. That ball was headed for right center field. If Ott didn't snag it, probably would have only been a single, but it would have been a leadoff one. But Odd got airborne just in front of outfield grass and makes the catch for out number one. It's now Tyler Large stepping in. Gets this second inning for the second at bat of the inning after Phelps was just retired on a line out and looks at strike one there. So now 0-1. Was not in the lineup last night, but now gets the turn in left and bats seventh. Gorling's 0-1 delivery skips in there. And will bounce over near the Renegades' dugout. So now one ball, one strike. Hayes Edens, the catcher, waits on deck. Clay Cutter, if 
A's can have any base runner reach, similar to how the first inning started. First out recorded to the second baseman, Colby Ott. We'll see if the trend continues with a strikeout here. That's how the first inning started, but Goring's going to fall behind now 2-1. and one. Missed outside with back-to-back -back pitches on large. Righty batter versus righty pitcher matchup here. One out, nobody on, and this pitch pumped in. They're a called strike. Good delivery there. So now two balls and two strikes. Goring looking to retire the second straight batter here in the second. Two hits so far for the A's and two hits for the Renegades as well, but the Renegades have not been able to push across a run. So going into the windup, here's the 2-2 pitch, and it bends out of the zone to now run it full. First full ball count of the night. Goring has really been good at firing strikes so far. Only up until this point, it pitched in one two-ball count. That was to Sands where he went 2-2. Here's the 3-2 pitch. This one called strike three on the inside corner. Perfect spot there, and Goran gets strikeout number two, and more importantly, out number two of the second inning on a backwards K. Looked like off the, at the start of the pitch four, maybe even set up a little bit outside, and then pitch came all the way back inside, and perfect location there. Nothing that large could have done with that pitch, and now will be up to Hayes Edens to keep the inning going. First pitch swung on a miss. Scoring went with a fastball and blew it by him, so 0-1 on the catcher for the ace. Edens, like Lourdes, also not in the lineup. Bottom third of this A's order was not seen last night. 0-1 pitch in there, a called strike, one with the all-speed there. Now quickly 0-2, Gorling looking for strikeout number three. Outside of the one road bump to the two hitters at the three and four spots in the first, he has been pretty efficient. 0-2 pitch coming, here's the delivery, this one inside, and that's going to get Edens and give the A's a two-out base runner. Try to come up and in and it got just in the shoulder back area for Edens, and he now heads down to first, the third base runner of the night for the ace. So Gorling now going to have to go back to pitching out of the stretch with a base runner on first with one out, excuse me, two outs. First two of the inning were retired via line out and strikeout, and now Clay Cutter. After Cutter, we'll go back to the top of this A's order. Second of two straight games here in Clorinda between the A's and the Renegades. First pitch to Cutter is on the outside corner. About as good of a spot as Gorling could have put it there. So now no balls and strike. Once again, jumping out ahead of hitters. Believe he's only fallen behind in a one ball, no strike count to Walsh. First time through the order, he has attacked the zone. On one pitch inside, almost got Cutter there. Just able to scoot out of the way. And now 1-1 one, one count on the shortstop for the A's. Runner Edens was just hit by a pitch. He's at first base. They do have Nolf hold him on. Going quickly checks him before straightening up at the bump. Not a big lead whatsoever. Here's the 1-1. This one fouled straight back. Bangs off the structure behind home plate. And now it's a one ball, two strike out. Going once again a strike away from completing his second inning of work. Just joining us, we're about a half an hour into this one on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Ben Schmidt. Thanks so much for tuning in tonight. A's lead 1 to nothing. Now batting with one on and two out in the bottom of the second inning. Renegades looking to snap a four-game losing streak. Here's the one-two. This one up and in. They appeal down to first. He did not go around, and that makes it a two-ball, two-strike count. So Gorling looking to retire the final batter, retire the first two before hitting Edens. Now looking to get Cutter here without putting a runner in scoring position and having to go back to the top of the order. 
2-2 pitch. This one fouled off, and we will stay put right here, going looking to put Cutter away. Renegades have not scored a run since the second inning of last night's game. So now I've gone a full game length, kept off the scoreboard. Hopefully, maybe the third will be the lucky inning that gets them on the board. Here's the 2-2 from Gorling. This one grounded out to short. Coming in as Hopkins. He'll go the short way to second. Out's got it. And that will end the inning. So Gorling pitches around the two-out hit by pitch and gets through the second inning scoreless. So we'll head to the third. one nothing A's lead on the Show Me Sports Network. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions at the boone county journal we're with you all the way we know that you're more than just a subscriber you're an employer you're a parent you're a neighbor most importantly you're a community member it's our goal to provide you with the latest news sports opinions obituaries classifieds and more to keep you informed about your community to find out more about the boone county journal or to subscribe call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com the boone county journal we're with you all the way Top of the third inning. Looking to get on the board for the first time tonight. And speaking of coming back, let me tell you about our friends at Walkoff Wood Bat Company. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, Walkoff Wood Bat Company bats are made with premium grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you'll be able to customize every feature of your wood bat, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including loser skin bat grips and batting gloves. To find your confidence at the plate, give Walkoff Wood Bat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. Renegades could use some thunder in their bats as they look to get on the board in the top of the third, currently trailing one to nothing. Taylor Hopkins in to lead it off. Kraft out of the windup, his first pitch to him is swung on a miss for strike one. It'll be Hopkins, Nolf, and then back to the top for, for Tay, eight, nine, and one. Do up this inning for the Renegades, the third place Renegades currently behind Joplin and Sedalia. 0-1 pitch to Hopkins, fouled straight back to the backstop, and now very quickly Kraft working ahead, no balls and two strikes. Renegades have not had a whole lot of Deep count so far in the first. Forte went to two balls and two strikes, but Odd and Fuller were both 0-1. And then last inning, they sent four guys to the plate as the 0-2 is grounded weakly to first. First baseman Walsh has got it. He takes it to the bag himself, and that get Hopkins for out number one. Was going to say in the second, Matischek struck out. I saw four pitches. Lovich saw only one. Perkins saw four. And Rockerbomber also saw only one. So not working deep into counts so far against Kraft. Maybe the plan was to be aggressive, but also... Gorling has had a whole lot of time to sit down in between innings. So Hopkins retired for out number one in the third on a ground out to first base. And that'll be Ian Ulf with no one on and one out. 
First pitch to him, fouled straight back, hits the net, and now no balls and a strike. Forte, the leadoff batter for the Renegades, waiting on deck. So back into the lineup, Lefty Kraft, so far through two and a third. Pitch is one that misses down low. So one ball and one strike on Nolf. Last saw Nolf a couple days ago in the first game of the doubleheader, played first base, and then came in to pitch in that one, went over two, walked in the game. Delivery is outside. No, that nabbed the outside corner. It's now two balls and one strike. Forget that I'm not completely centered with home plate. So even though, from my view, looked a little outside, they didn't have the outside corner. Good call there. So now one ball and two strikes. Here's the pitch. This one swung on a miss at strike three, the second strikeout of the game for Brian Kraft, and he gets two up to down here in the third inning. Nolf goes down swinging. So after the strikeout from Nolf, we'll go back to the top of the order. Forte will step in. Does have to deal with the lefty-lefty matchup. Had an infield single the first time up. Swings first pitch and fouls it back for strike one. Singled on the infield, actually off the pitcher Kraft to lead off this ball game, then was eliminated on a double play. Now bats with no one on and two out. Renegades trail one nothing in the top of the third. This one bends into the outside corner. That's a called strikes now. 0-2 on Forte. Kraft retired two already. This inning has only thrown one ball to the three batters that he's faced. Into the windup, the 0-2 pitch. This one flied off to the left side and out of place. We'll do the 0-2 again. He went 0-2 to Hopkins before getting him to ground out. Struck out Nolf in a 1-2 count, and then now 0-2 to Forte. So he is just pounding the zone, and Renegades, at least yet, although they have two hits, have not been able to figure it out. 0-2 again to Forte. This one misses outside, so now one ball and two strike. On the Renegades' leadoff hitter, Colby Ott, who grounded into the double play in the first, waits on deck. If Forte can keep this third inning alive, Renegades already have to rally, although it's only down by one run. 1-2 pitch to Forte. This one hit in the air, and that gets foul out of play, so... Another foul ball off the bat of Forte, and we'll do the 1-2 pitch once again. The A's have the third baseman. That's Kilton playing a little bit closer to the third base bag, which is interesting against the lefty Forte. This one way outside skips away from the catcher. So now two balls and two strikes on Forte. Pretty much every game we've seen Forte in the lineup, he's been in that leadoff role. Don't think that there's been a game where he has started for the Renegades where he has not been batting a leadoff. Almost all of them playing center field. A couple DHs mixed in there. His pitch called. Strike three at the knees. And Forte goes down on strikes. The third strikeout of the evening for Kraft. And he's through three scoreless. So Renegades down one to nothing. We'll head to the bottom of the third inning. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com. Dot com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carti. 
Serving the capital city and the surrounding area for 70 years, Animal Medical Center strives to provide the best possible medical service for your pet in a caring atmosphere. To promote quality healing and preventative care in a fear-free environment, Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is a full-service veterinary hospital. Whether your pet has fur, feathers, or scales, Dr. Greg Boyer and Dr. Kayla Terry have the experience and expertise to treat complex medical conditions as well as providing annual well checks and vaccinations. Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is the only veterinary hospital in the capital city accredited by the American Animal Hospital Association. To schedule an appointment, call the team at Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City at 573-636-4626. Paragoria returns to the mound for the bottom of the third inning here in Clorinda, Iowa. Second of two straight games between these ball clubs played here last night and now tonight. Final time that the Renegades will play a regular season game here, although they'll be back in just a little over a week for the All-Star game. Takes place a week from Sunday. Renegades will have some people out here for that one as going pumps in strike one to lead off batter Tab Tracy. Tracy grounded out to second to lead off the first inning. Next pitch is also in there. A strike called for going, and now he's ahead 0-2 on Tracy. We're going to keep him off the Bates Pass because we know what speed he has. Stole four bases last night. And now hits here to lead off the third inning. A's up one to nothing. Renegades looking to keep it right there as Goring's 0-2 pitch is lined. Foul out of place. We stay at 0-2. It'll be 1-2-3 in the A's order here in the third. Tracy, Peterson, and Walsh. Certainly don't know if you want to see Walsh with anyone on the way. He has scolded a couple balls out of this ballpark the last two nights. Scoring after the foul ball. Now looking to put away Tracy for the second time. Longer look into Fuller behind the plate. And now here's the 0-2. This one grounded weakly. Coming in as a shortstop Hopkins. He's going to have to hurry and actually does not have a play as it gets under his glove and into left field. Don't know if he would have got the speedy Tracy anyway. And that will be a leadoff infield single to get this third inning underway. Ball actually found in outfield, so I don't know if you could rule that an infield single. Regardless, it's a single. And that gets Tracy on first base, where he will now be in danger of swiping second, potentially more. So he's at first. Peterson in, going just underway in the bottom of the third. Renegades do have Nolf holding Tracy on. Gorling checks him once, now straightens up. We'll focus on Peterson, who he struck out looking the first time. First pitch delivered. Tracy going. It's a called strike to throw down. The tag on the back leg, and it's going to be... Not in time. I don't know if he actually ever had the ball. Nope, he did not. It actually got past the shortstop Hopkins to the second baseman Ott. So it's a stolen base for Tracy, his fifth and two nights. And after the call, Trake, an 0-1 count on Peterson. So Trace now in scoring position with nobody out here in the bottom of the third inning. A's already up one to nothing. Going pitching out of the stretch now. Here's the pitch. This one in there called strikes now. 0-2 on Peterson. Be big here if Goring can get Peterson with not without allowing Tracy to move up to third base. Who knows? He might attempt to steal it anyway. Stole th third once last night. Tracy off second. Hopkins shades a little towards second. Now an even bigger lead for Tracy. He's almost halfway to third. And now stepping off the mound, but getting back to second base safely. It's Tracy. He had a big lead there. He was at least over a third of the way to, th to third base, maybe even close to halfway. 
Gorlink stepped off, but they did not have a play to throw back behind him. He is ahead, no balls and two strikes on Peterson, who struck out looking his first time up. Tracy once again, a big lead off a second. Here's the 0-2. This one grounded a second. We'll move the runner over. Ott's got it. The throw to first is in time. And Tracy up to third base now with one out and a productive out by Max Peterson. Gorlink does record his first out of the third, but now pretty much any ball in play puts the A's up 2 to nothing with double their lead. And the man who gave them that lead, Will Walsh, with a solo home run to left in the first, stepping in. So Tracy at third base. Peterson just grounded out. One out in the bottom of the third. Renegades down 1 to nothing. And here's the first pitch to Walsh. Swung on a miss. Moving ahead now 0 and 1. Growing fill behind 1 0 on Walsh in the first at bat before delivering the pitch that was taken out of the ballpark. So a good sign to see him move ahead this time. See now if Walsh expands the zone behind on the count. 0-1 pitch, skips in there, that's going to get away, and Tracy can jog on home, no play at the plate. It's now 2 to nothing. ace. How to go down is a wild pitch that allows Tracy to score, and now the A's have doubled their lead here in the bottom of the third inning. Tracy reached on an infield single, score stole second, moved up to third on the ground out, and then just trotted on home on that wild pitch. Now 2 nothing A's, and a 1-1 count to Walsh. They get trailed by two for most of the game last night. Now they're down it again here. This one also skips in there. Back-to-back pitches down and away delivered by Gorling, and now a two-ball one-trick count on the powerful number three hitter for Clorinda. Gorling has given up the two runs, has not pitched bad. He's given up just two hits, actually three hits now, thanks to the Tracy one here to get this in and going. He struck out two, has not walked a batter, and now given up two runs. Into the windup, here's the 2-1, swung on and missed into the glove of four. And now a two-ball, two-strike count on Will Walsh. Cam Kelton, who singled the left, waits on deck. Just joining us. He scored one in the first, now one in the third. Still batting in the third. 2-2 pitch lined out to shallow left. That's going to get down, and that's two for two so far for Will Walsh. He's on first base with a one-out single. So wild pitch doesn't matter. Would have scored the runner, Tracy, on third anyway. And now Walsh is on with one out. But at least going can think of it one ground ball away from getting through the third inning. So Kelton steps in, singled two left his first time up, then stole second base. A's already have two stolen bases through the first two innings in and out here into the third. They hold Walsh on at first base with Nolf. Not a pretty, not a big lead. First pitch to Kelton is in there, called strike on the outside corner. So now no balls and strike. Conagher Sands, who flew out to right, waits on deck. Now the fourth batter to come to the play here in this third inning for the A's. They sit at 17-7, and seven, best record in the league. Oh, one pitch to Kelton is outside. No contest there. So now one ball, one strike on the third baseman tonight for the A's. He was at shortstop last night. They move him over to third and insert cutter. Top of this lineup pretty similar to the one that we saw last night for the A's. It's the bottom half where you see some of the changes. One ball, one strike pitch. This one grounded to short. Let's see if they can turn to Hopkins to second for one. Ott return throw. It skips in there, and Ott can't dig it out. Excuse me, Nolf can't dig it out, and that'll allow a runner to reach and continue the inning. Well, it was a close play anyway, 
but it was skipped on its way to first base, and Knolf could not grab it. So now reaching with two outs is Kelton, but Walsh is out at second base. So Kelton on for the second time, now sporting a one for two line, and Sands, who is 0 for 1 with a fly out to right, steps in with a runner on first base, and two out, very same situation that he came to the plate in in the first. We'll see if they put Kelton in motion again. He swiped a bag in the first. First pitch to Sands. Kelton's going. It's outside. And no throw to second base is forward out of trouble on the exchange. And that's now two stolen bases for Kelton and three total on the night for the A's. Really have had no contest on pretty much any of their now eight stolen bases over the last couple of nights. May even be more than eight. Can tell you at the very least it's been seven. So now runner in scoring position. Sands, if he finds outfield grass, could make this a 3-0 ball game. Here comes the 1-0 pitch. Runner going again. This one in the air, and that's going to make it 3-0. Nope. Yes, it will get down in front of Forte. Jogging around third and scoring easily is Kelton. And a two-out RBI single from Sands. Stolen bases come back to hurt the Renegades, and it's now 3-0. The way Forte slowed up, I thought for a second after I... Initially saw it that it may hang up, but he was just jogging to keep it in front of him. And an RBI single delivered by Sands, and the Renegades now trail by three thanks to two more runs scored by the A's here in the third inning. A's scored a one, their first run in this inning on an infield single. Tracy then came around to score on a wild pitch, and then Kelton reached on a fielder's choice, and then comes home to score on the RBI single by Sands. First pitch to Phillips is in there, a called strike now 0-1 to the sixth batter of this inning for the A's. Sands at first base, Nolf holds him on. 0-1 pitch is grounded out to short. Taylor on a couple hops, Taylor Hopkins will take it to second base himself and that will get out number three. But the A's add two more runs. They now lead it three to nothing and will head to the fourth. We'll be right back for more Renegades baseball on the Show Me Sports Network. Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bat, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off Woodbat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. Hello, Blake Gasway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need Need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? Work to do for the Renegades coming to the plates. Thanks everyone for tuning in tonight from the Doc and Norm Direct Broadcast booth. I'm Ben Schmidt. Hope everyone is enjoying their Friday evening. Don't know what the weather is like back in Jefferson City, but it's turned out to be a really nice night here in Clorinda, Iowa. 
We'll get to experience Jefferson City weather tomorrow night when the Renegades take on the JC Legends. Believe potential for some rain in the forecast, so hopefully that will stay out of the way and give us a nice night for a fun exhibition game at Vivian Field tomorrow. Come on out to the ballpark and enjoy the Renegades as we get to see some of the JC Legends. Should be fun. Was not here last year, but from what I was told, head coach Mike Demia may even have taken an at-bat in that same exhibition game between the Renegades and the Legends last year. Cannot confirm because, like I said, I was not here last year, but that's just what I was told. So it seems like we'll have some fun stuff in store tomorrow. Ott in to lead this thing off. It'll be 2-3-4. Ott, Fuller, and Matashek in the fourth and first pitch delivered by Kraft is swung on a miss to Colby Ott. Kraft has looked good so far tonight. Three innings pitched, three strikeouts. Has not walked a batter and only given up two hits, but most importantly has not allowed a run. Ott grounded into a double play his first time up and swings and misses once again. So now no balls and two strikes. And I get show this one three to nothing thanks to giving up a solo home run in the first and then a wild pitch scoring the second run. Tracy followed by a RBI single by Sands made it three to nothing. Swung on a miss here by Odd, and good morning, good afternoon, and good night to the Renegade second base when he strikes out on three pitches here to get this fourth inning going. That's strikeout number four of the ball game for Kraft. The lefty's got it working, and now we'll go to work against Luke Fuller, the number three hitter tonight, and catching for the Renegades. Stands in, has the advantage in a righty-lefty matchup. Renegades looking for anything on offense here in first pitch. It's a called strike, so all four delivered this inning out of the armor of Kraft have found the zone. He has been very efficient tonight. Only one three ball count so far and he's faced now 12 hitters. This one inside is now one and one. Now the 12th hitter so far faced tonight for Kraft and only one three ball count. Only one other two ball count. Well, two other two ball counts. So he's gone two balls or more to only three out of the 12 batters. Just want a high chopper back up the middle and then kicks off the bag and takes a nice bounce and beating it out is Luke Fuller. That's going to be one out infield single. Hit that one so hard into the ground that Peterson went back on it and then even better just died when it landed right on top of the second base bag and although Peterson made an attempt at it not enough time to get Fuller and that's a one out infield single the Renegades third hit of the ball game. So Fuller on, Matashek can put the Renegades back into it if he can split a gap here with one out and Fuller off of first base. Renegades need any sort of offense here. First pitch to Matashek, bends out of the zone, now 1-0. This thing started with a strikeout, Fuller just singled, and now Matashek steps in. Renegades trail 3-0 in this top of the fourth inning. Kraft checks the runner at first, that's Fuller. Pitch bends out of the zone. So now 2-0 to Matashek, who struck out swinging his first time up. That was to lead off the second. Battle of the primary colors tonight. Renegades got the yellow jerseys versus the red and baby blue for the A's. This one in there are called strikes. Now two balls and a strike on the Renegades right fielder. Matashek reached base twice last night, getting a pretty good streak for the Renegades outfielder. He's been on base at least a couple times in seemingly every game. This one outside is now 3-1 and one on Matashek. Would be the first time that he reaches tonight if he can either put one in play for a hit or walk here. Already had a three-ball, one-strike count. Not a huge crowd here at the ballpark, but they're ones who are here supporting their A's who are up 3 to nothing. This one off the outside corner, and that's a walk and back-to-back -back base runners for the Renegades. They may have something cooking here in the fourth inning. 
Fuller, who hit the infield single, will move up to second base after Matashek took some good pitches there to walk. And now Lovich, who has one home run on the season, steps in as the tying run here in the top of the fourth. He's been prone most of the season to attack early in the at-bats. I don't know if that's something that Kraft knows, but Lovich singled on the first pitch to left his first time up. Swings first pitch here and misses for a strike. Couldn't catch up with the pitch high and a little bit outside. So now one ball, or excuse me, no balls and one strike on Lovich. Bats with two runners on. Looking to get the Renegades on the scoreboard for the first time tonight. Lovich played short last night. He's a third tonight. Here's Kraft's 0-1. This one fouled off to the right side, over to the field to our right. So now it's no balls and two strikes on Lovich. Perkins, who popped up to second, waits on deck. Renegades, for the first time, have a runner in scoring position. They had two hits prior to this inning, but both times, runner never left first base. And now they've got Fuller at second and Matashek at first. Renegades broke with two on. Peterson shading Fuller a little towards second. And the 0-2 to Lovich is high and outside. Good take there. So now a ball and two strikes. Kind of similar to the pitch that Lovich swung and missed at for the first strike in this at-bat. Does not offer up there. And now we'll continue to battle against the starting pitcher, Brian Kraft, who through three and a third innings has looked pretty sharp. Back-to-back -back nights, at least so far, of good starting pitching. 1-2 pitch to Lovich. This one swung on and missed. And a big out number two is the Renegades base runners have to stay put. And Lovich is retired for the second out here of the fourth inning. And it'll be up to Perkins if the Renegades want to get on the board. So Brennan Perkins, chance if he can potentially put one in the outfield to maybe get the Renegades on the board. Fuller would have to come around from second. Matashek leads off of first base and Perkins who is 0 for 1. Looking for some two out RBI magic. Pitch to him, misses way inside and in the dirt, but nicely blocked by the catcher, Edens. So just a one ball, no strike count on Perkins. Perkins does have the righty-lefty advantage here. Plays left field tonight for the Renegades. Looking to drive in last night's left fielder, Fuller, who's out there at second base. Peterson creeping behind the second base bag, now moves backwards as this one misses up for a ball. They have not had... Peterson right on top of the second base bag, but he's been moving in kind of right behind Fuller at the last second, then sprinting back to his position. Although he's not pulled all the way over to the normal second base spot, so there is a hole in between first and second, and Perkins can find it. He's ahead in a 2 0 count, pitch to him. It's upstairs. Now three balls, no strikes, and the Renegades a chance here to load the bases, but it feels like every time I say that in a three ball count, the opposing pitcher comes back and then ends up eventually not walking him, so. Matashek off of first. He walked and four off a of second. He singled this pitch. Nabs the strike zone. So now three balls, one strike count on Perkins. Was also ahead in a 3-1 count when he popped up with one on one out in the second inning. Has two on and two out now here in the fourth. Renegades trailing three to nothing. Two outs. And here's the 3-1 delivery. This one swung on and missed. Got one upstairs and outside by him. And now a full count. So runners will get a head start. Any hit by here by Perkins will likely give the Renegades a run with the runners in motion, but he's going to have to do it in a two-strike count. Three balls, two strikes, two outs, and here's Kraft's delivery. This one nubbed out to second base, hit off the inside part of the bat. On a couple hops, the second baseman has it, throwing just in time to get the hustling Perkins. Peterson, just enough muscle on that one to get it to Sands, excuse me, Walsh at first, and 
Perkins just retired to end the inning. So Renegades, for the first time, get a runner in scoring position, but held off the scoreboard once again. So we'll head to the bottom of the fourth. Renegades show this one 3 to nothing on the Show Me Sports Network. We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech, we say, from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust. Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. But Gorling back out there throwing some warm-up pitches thanks to Joe Herschler coming out and catching a few of them while Ruth Fuller, who is the runner at second, got the gear on. Now Fuller out there. So even on a night off for Herschler, still getting some work in behind the dish, catching starter Carter Gorling's warm-up pitches. Here in the bottom of the fourth inning, Gorling has not pitched bad despite giving up the three runs. Had a couple breaks not go his way. He's pitched three innings. He struck out two, has not walked a batter, and given up the five hits so far through three. He's been attacking the zone. I'll give him credit for that. Has not fallen behind to a lot of hitters. But in the third inning, had to face six and allowed two to come in and score. So now we'll see if he can rebound here in the fourth. He'll get to face the bottom of the A's lineup. Larg, Edens, and Cutter. First time that these three came to the plate. One of them reached. Larg struck out. Edens got it on a hit by pitch. And then Cutter a fielder's choice out. Going ready to go in the bottom of the fourth inning. First pitch bends in there. A nice off-speed one. Finds the zone and now 0-1 on Lark. I think he's lost their last four. One to St. Joe. Two a couple nights ago to Carroll. And then one last night to Clorinda. Have them at 9-13. and 13. Just three games. Just two games out of first place in third place in the division. Second pitch to Lark. Missed outside to a ball. Now 1-1. One and one. On Larg, the left fielder struck out looking. Bats from the right side of the batter's box. I get straight up defense on the infield, and this one just stopping outside. It's now two and one on the left fielder for Clorinda. Already three nothing deficit for the Renegades, and they did show some signs of life on offense last inning, but really cannot afford to fall behind by any more. This pitch fouled off to the right side, and now a two ball, two strike count. On Larg. After the foul ball, Larg now back into the batter's box. Right here to batting Hayes. Edens waits on deck. He's catching tonight. Going into the lineup, and here's the two ball, two strike pitch. This one grounded weakly to the third base side. Lovich a couple steps to his left. Will now fire a missile on over to first and in time to get the hustling Larg. Perfect throw there by the Renegades first base, or excuse me, third baseman to the first baseman. 
And that's out number one. You're in the fourth. Wojcic had to wait back on that ground ball. Took a couple steps to his left and then put on a perfect throw. Had to put a little mustard on it, but could not have been more accurate to no fun over there. So now Hayes Edens, who is hit by a pitch, steps in. First pitch to him is on the outside corner. A called strike to the A's catcher. Or just into the bottom of the fourth inning here in Montsbowl Stadium. Thanks so much to everyone who's listening on the Show Me Sports Network tonight. Another one that finds the outside corner. So now no balls and two strikes to Edens. Renegades gave up one in the first, two in the third, and they currently trail three to nothing here in the fourth. Growing ahead, 0-2 on Edens, looking for strikeout number three of the night. 0-2 pitch is fouled straight back, and he won't get it there. So Growing looking to complete inning number four, won four and two-thirds innings in his first start of the season. We'll see how long he's able to go tonight. The 0-2 pitch is swung on a missed. Chasing that one, going outside was Edens, and he's retired two up, two down here in the fourth inning, and the Renegades will get to throw it around the horn after the strikeout. So sees just four pitches there against Edens, gets him to strikeout swinging. That's strikeout number three in three and two-thirds innings for Gorling. So now number nine hitter Clay Cutter, who reached on a fielder's choice, steps in with nobody on and two outs here in the fourth. First pitch to him is fouled straight back. Growing despite giving up the three runs, continuing to work ahead to batters, firing in first pitch strikes. He's been good at that all night and does it once again here to Cutter. Facing this third batter of the fourth, got low to ground out and Edens to strike out. And now the 0-1 is way up and into Cutter, so we're even at a ball and a strike. This would be the first three up, three down inning that Goring has pitched if he can get Cutter here. Did only have to face four batters in the second as this one is hit in the air to right, but looks like it's going to get out of play. It will, so now ahead one ball and two strike on Cutter. Could get second straight strikeout and strikeout number four if Goring can land one more pitch here against the Clorinda shortstop. Going after the foul ball in a 1-2 count. Into the windup, kicks the left leg, and fires one away outside. Not even Fuller could corral that one. So now two balls and two strikes evens up the count. Tab Tracy, who is one for two with a single and a ground out, along with a stolen base and a run scored, waits on deck for Clorinda. If Cutter can reach and continue this inning, 2-2 fouled off, and he continues to fight here against Gorling keeping this at bat going with two outs in the bottom of the fourth inning. Growing after the foul ball came in a couple steps to get a new ball now. Takes the steps back up onto the top of the mound. Sets the feet on the rubber and looks into Fuller. Wind up the 2-2. Swung on a missed. And three up, three down inning for Growing. His best inning pitch of the night. Thanks to back-to-back -back strikeouts on Edens and Cutter to close it out. So Renegade trailing. They've got to get something going on offense. We'll head to the fifth. Three to nothing, the A's lead here on the Show Me Sports Network. Riverdale Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Riverdale Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. Riverdale Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day program. To find out more about Riverdale Christian 
Academy. Call them at 573-634-3983. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled, offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. Bottom of the Renegades lineup coming to the play here in the top of the fifth, showing three to nothing. As thanks so much everyone for listening to the Show Me Sports Network coming to you live from the Doc and Norm Direct broadcast booth. Go riding with Doc and Norm Direct, Mid Missouri's leader and premier group travel group sizes from one to one hundred or beyond. They do it all. Doc and Norm Direct is also the official transportation provider of the Renegades, getting us to all our road games safely, efficiently, and in style. To book your spot for your next adventure. Call them at 573-256-1991 or email reservations at mlexpress.com. Thanks again to Doc and Norm. They'll be the ones to get us back to Jeff City late tonight after the conclusion of this one. First pitch fired in there, a ball 1-0 on Rocker Bomber. Bats to get this fifth inning going. Renegades are going to have to push across at least three if they want to come back in this one. Into the windup and the pitch is delivered. A foul ball just in and out of the catcher's mitts. Now 1-1 one one on Rocker Bomber. It'll be 7-8-9 in the Renegades order due up here in the fifth. Rocker Bomber, Hopkins, and Nolf. Rocker Bomber came to the plate with one on and two out in the second and flew out to left on the first pitch that he saw. And now Bats here to get this fifth inning going. 1-1 one one pitch hit in the air to right. Going back on is the right fielder Phelps. Now slows up after a couple steps back and makes the catch for out number one. Haven't seen a whole lot of fly balls hit out there to right. I don't think Phelps has gotten a whole lot of work. And looking at it, the scorecard through the first four and now five-ish innings, that's been the first fly ball caught by Phelps out there in right. So Renegades have not given him a whole lot of work, but he makes the catch there, and now nobody on with one out for Taylor Hopkins stepping in. And the lineup, Hopkins shows bunt and fouls it off to the backstop. Now no balls and a strike on the Renegade shortstop. Hopkins grounded out to the first baseman in his first at bat, although he hustled up the line and made it a semi-close play. Walsh took it to the bag himself to get the out. Kraft now back into the lineup. Here's his pitch to Hopkins. Low and inside. It's now a ball and a strike. Hopkins had the big, one of the biggest moments on the season so far. He delivered a walk-off knock about a week ago at home in an 11-inning game against the Nevada Griffins. Pitch to Hopkins, swung on a miss, it was outside. And that's now going to be one ball, two strike on Hopkins. Actually, it was against the Bombers, not the Griffins. But regardless, it was about a week ago. And now Hopkins looking to avoid falling to 0 for 2 on the night. The 1-2 pitch to him is swung on a miss. He went chasing upstairs and away and strikes out swinging. That's 2 up to down here in the 5th for the Renegades. Hopkins striking out. The Renegades have now struck out 6 times tonight in their four and two-thirds innings at the plate. So now nobody out, excuse me, nobody on and two out. Ian Nolf stepping in, Kraft's delivery first pitch is in there. A called strike. Nolf 
one of the now six renegade strikeouts he struck out swinging when he came to the plate in the third batch here with Wokinu keep this fifth inning alive. Oh, one pitch to him is low and inside. It's now one ball, one strike on Nolf. Last saw him a couple days ago at first base in the doubleheader. He also came in to pitch in that game. Renegades have not had a whole lot of pressure on the starting pitcher craft. The only time they had a runner in scoring position was the last inning when they got four up to second. Outside of that, he has been the only Renegades base runner to reach second base. Pitch missed up and outside. Two Nolfs, now two balls and one strike. If Nolf can reach and continue this fifth, we'll go back to the top for the Renegades in Forte, who waits on deck. Looks like he's sporting an orange bat there, too. Some pop in that one. Hopefully, is this one going inside? It's now three and one on Nolf. Renegades already struggling enough on offense. Really going to need to get things going. Still only the fifth, so plenty of time, but going to have to push across at least three runs. Nolf back into the batter's box, Kraft into his wind, and the lefty's delivery is fouled off. Straight to the backstop, and that'll run it to a three-ball, two-strike count. Turned into a really nice night here at the ballpark. Really not a whole lot of clouds in sight. There's some way off in the distance down in the right foul part of the ballpark, but none over us, and this pitch is swung on a miss for strike three, and Kraft comes back from 3-1 to strike out Nolf, and back-to-back -back strikeouts end the inning. So he's pitch five scoreless, and now Gorling, the Renegades starting pitcher, will come back to the mound for the Renegades as we head to the bottom of the fifth. Three to one, three to nothing, A's lead here on the Show Me Sports Network. Hi, I'm retired Army Sergeant Trent Dirks, and I want to tell you about an organization that saved and changed my life forever. Retrieving Freedom provides highly trained service dogs to veterans with disabilities and children with autism absolutely free of charge, thanks to the generous donations and support from people just like you. Experts from Retrieving Freedom help throughout the entire process from fostering programs through service dog placement. Retrieving Freedom gave me the skilled service dog Tracer, who has been my best friend in my lifeline. To find out more about how you can get involved, volunteer, foster, or to donate, visit their website, RetrievingFreedom.org. Retrieving Freedom, changing lives through the training and placement of service dogs for veterans with disabilities and children with autism. Hi, this is Nick Hoslog, owner of Hoslog Landscape and Design. Every day, my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of. By focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction, this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving Jefferson City and the Central Missouri area. Thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the Reader's Choice Awards and Jefferson City's Best multiple years running. When you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project, call us at 573-301-9464 to schedule an estimate or visit hoslaglandscape.com. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on custom laser engraving llc a veteran-owned business carter growing back out there for the fifth fires in a first pitch called strike to tab tracy we're going to retire him for the second time and now three tries is now this one grounded it's in front of the home plate but that was a foul ball so now no balls and two strikes on tracy well, one, two, three in the A's lineup here in the bottom of the fifth. Tracy Peterson 
and Walsh. They've done a pretty fair amount of damage. At least Tracy and Walsh have. The two of them have scored two out of the three A's runs. Going pitching into the fifth for the second time in his two starts on the season. Giving up three runs so far tonight. 0-2 pitch. Low and inside. Snow ball one and two. If Goring can complete this fifth inning, what would be his longest outing as a starter? In the other one, he went four and two-thirds. There is no movement in the Renegades bullpen down the right field line, so I think he's pretty good to go here as this one misses outside. So now two and two on Tracy, grounded out, and then hit an infield single, stole a base, and scored a run. That was all in the third inning. Growing a struck out four, hasn't walked a batter, giving up five hits to go with the three runs. And now in a two-ball, two-strike count to Tracy. His delivery swung on grounded weakly to the right side. First baseman Nolf plays it on a hop and steps on the bag in plenty of time to get Tracy. That's out number one. As that one almost grounded even with the bag. So all Nolf had to do is take one step to his left and plant that left foot on the first base bag. So Tracy retired for the second time in three tries. Now Goring will make it to look to make it 0 for 3 on Peterson. If he can get him here, he struck out and grounded out. Back-to-back -back nights where the A's have used back-to-back -back lefty batters at the top of their lineup against a Renegades right-hander as this one has swung on a miss for strike one on Peterson. And even with the righty batting third for the A's, right-on-right -right matchup, Walsh has killed Renegades pitching. He waits on deck. He's at two homers in two nights. This one back up the middle, and that's into center field easily. That's a one-out single. Peterson on for the first time tonight. He takes a turn at first, but will stay put. His forte throws it on back in. And now a base runner for the A's. First time they've had a base runner on since the third as Goring had previously retired the last five hitters that he hate, that he faced. So Peterson now at first. A's have been inclined to put runners in motion when they've got them on. They've had a bunch of stolen bases in the last two nights. They've already got three of them here tonight. First pitch two. Walsh is just inside for a ball. He is two for two with a home run and a single. Driven in one of the three runs so far that the A's have scored. Now had a 1-0 count with a runner on first base and one out. Going now forced to pitch out of the stretch. Pretty big lead over there at first for Peterson. Nolf holds him on. Going looks over his shoulder a couple times. Runner going. Pitch up. Fuller stowed to second. Ott's got it. The quick tag and just in time in front of the tag is the base runner Peterson. And he steals second base. That was probably the closest that any of these stolen base attempts have been as Ford delivered a pretty good throw and on got a quick tag down, but a head first dive from Peterson had him in there just in front of him. He's now in scoring position with one out. Hitch was also a ball to Walsh. Switch now a 2-0 count. Goring's going to have to go to work. Pitch to Walsh is just off the object corner. Now 3-0 walk. Wouldn't be the worst thing in the world here. First base now open after the stolen base and would set up a double play if you could get Kelton on deck to ground into one. Almost got into a double play in the third Kelton did. So an opportunity if you lose Walsh here. Goring sets. Checks the runner and here is the 3-0 pitch. Misses outside. Really not close. And that's a four pitch walk to Walsh. Held it on down to first base and give runners on first and second. For the A's with one out. So now with runners on first and second base, Cam Kelton will step in. He's been on base twice. Singled, stole a base in the first, and then reached on a fielder's choice, stole a base, and scored in the third. 
Walsh at first base, and it's actually not Max Peterson out there at second who singled with one out in this inning. Looked like he was replaced by Aiden Garrett, so that's who's out at second base. Garrett now one for one on the night. First pitch is up and in. That's called a ball to Cam Kelton. So we'll see if Garrett stays in the ball game. Maybe if all even came already came in the ball game, and I just didn't notice up until this point. Regardless, we'll be replacing second baseman Max Peterson. He's at second base and Walsh at first. Renegades don't hold him on, although Ott shades towards second just a little bit bigger lead now for Garrett at second base. And time is going to be called by the batter in the box. That's Cam Kelton after Gorling stood there on the mound for a pretty long time. Goring tied the first batter he faced. That was Tab Tracy on a ground out. Then has since allowed Garrett to single and steal second. And then Walsh just to walk. This pitch is going to miss. Now two balls, no strikes on Kelton. Goring really can't afford to load the bases here. As now some movement starting to get going down there in that Renegades bullpen. Looks like just stretching as Herschler is headed down there as well to catch whoever it is. Started to get things loose for Jefferson City. One out, so a double play could get you out of the inning here, but a 2-0 count on Kelton is six straight balls thrown by Goring. At streak one, though, as he fires one in a called strike, Goring took a little bit longer to walk off the mound there. Maybe put a lot of momentum into that one that just carried him off. Don't know what it was, but regardless, he gets the first strike of the at-bat to Kelton. Garrett, who came into the game and stole second, will be interested to see if they try and have him steal third as well and get him 90 feet away with only one out here in the fifth. A's already up three to nothing. They scored one in the first and two in the third. And the Gades have yet to touch home plate. It's pitch to Kelton in there. Called strike and back-to-back. -back. Delivered called strikes by Goring. Has him in a two-ball, two-strike count now to Kelton. Looking to get through five. He's an out away from tying his longest game started on the mound and two outs away from giving him his longest outing on the season. But with the speed of Garrett out at second base, any sort of hit here by Kelton likely extends it to a 4-0 A's lead. Big pitch coming. Check of the runner. Checks again. And now the 2-2. This one. Did he go? He did. That's a strikeout swinging as Kelton chasing a big out number two for the Renegades. Goring's first strikeout here of the fifth gets Kelton to head back to the dugout for the first time tonight. And it'll be up to Conagher Sands if the A's want to score here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Empire looks to be making a few notes on his pad real quick before we have this at bat with Sands. No one is coming into the ball game for the Renegades. Whoever was down in the bullpen for the Renegades now looks to have set down. Or maybe he's just doing stretches behind Herschler. Regardless, no throwing yet for the Renegades. Actually, is not not Conagher Sands stepping in. It looks like they have made another replacement. It looks to be number 11. We'll have that for you in just a moment when I figure it out. First pitch to him is grounded weakly to the right side. Should get Gorling out of it to his right and then making the scoop to the covering. Gorling is Nolf, and that gets the ground out for out number three, and that will end the inning. So, straining a couple of base runners is Gorling, and we'll head to the sixth. Renegade show this one three to nothing on the Show Me Sports Network. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. 
Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Moex Dock & Norm Direct is back better than ever. Much more than your number one ground shuttle transportation service to St. Louis Airport. Yes! Moex Dock & Norm Direct is Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Sporting events, concerts, wedding receptions, the lake, winery trips, Branson, plaza shopping, reunions, pub crawls, group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond. We do it all. Remember, we want you to ride Moex Dock & Norm Direct. When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131 to see how I can help you stay in the game. That's Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131. We are farmers. Bum, ba, da, bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Back now as we head to the sixth inning on the Show Me Sports Network. Renegades show this one 3 to nothing, And the A's aren't making it easy for me with the substitutions and defensive alignment changes. I'll have it for you and just a moment where the new A's are lined up. They make a couple of changes dating back to last inning. Thanks to the guys here at the ballpark for helping me with the roster working through that. So coming in last inning, we saw Aiden Garrett come in and pinch it. He singled, and then the person who made the out number three was Jared Anderson. He played in last night's ball game, came on to hit there to end the fifth, and grounded out. So Gorwin gets to five innings his longest outing. Forte into leadoff this inning and fouls it off. So both Anderson and Garrett assume are going to stay in the ballgame. No, for sure Garrett has, would assume that Anderson is just going to take over in the DH role. But Garrett, who came in to replace Peterson, moves to short, and then they move Cutter from short to second base. And that's where the defense currently stands as the 0-1 pitch to Forte misses outside. Four balls now 1-1 one one on the Renegades' leadoff hitter. Lefty Kraft back out there for his sixth inning of work. 1-1 pitch delivered just on the outside corner, and Forte spun out of the box a little. Don't think he liked that one. So now 1-2, and two, Kraft through five innings, has walked just one and given up just three hits. Strike out seven batters and has not allowed a run. This one way up and in and over the back of Forte. So now two ball and two strike count on Adonis. Renegade trailed just by three runs, so just need to string a couple together to get back in this one. But they have been stifled by Kraft so far tonight. 2-2 pitch outside. And now it's full to Forte. He heads down to first base. I don't think he realized that it was still a two-ball count. Now about halfway down to the bag, realizes, and he'll have to come on back here. Claps the hands because he thought he had a leadoff walk there. Instead, just a 3-2 count. Has regained the bat. Was now back into the box. Lefty batter, lefty pitcher. And here is the 3-2 pitch. On the outside corner, but nope, that's ball four. Looked to be closer than one of the ones called a strike a few innings ago to... But regardless, he gets the walk, and maybe home plate umpire felt bad that he got the walk taken away on ball three. So regardless, Forte now on, leadoff base runner for the Renegades, and Colby Ott now steps in with Forte off of first base. 
First pitch to Otis, swung on a miss for strike one. Renegades base runners, when they have had him in small amounts, have not gotten big leads off the first base with Kraft basically looking right at him with the lefty pitcher. Forte dancing off a of first, 0-1 pitch to Ott, this one swung on a miss. And now quickly 0-2 on the Renegades second base when he's grounded into a double play and struck out swinging. Back in the box, Kraft working pretty quickly here. Pitching into the 6, 0-2 pitch, grounded up the middle. That's going to get into center field for a base hit. Forte will pulled up at second base, and the Renegades have back-to-back -back base runners and have something cooking here in the top of the sixth inning. Ott with his first hit of the night. Sends it right back where it came from into center field. And now look forward stepping in as the tying run, and the Renegades have two on with nobody out coming to the plate in this top of the sixth inning. Fuller has an infield single and a pop-out. Renegades would love for one to find outfield grass here, and Forte could likely scamper home. First pitch from Kraft on the outside corner. It's now 0-1. It's throwing down there in that Renegades bullpen, so maybe Goring will be done after the five innings and three runs giving up. Looks to be a single-digit number out there for the Renegades. 0-1 pitch to Fuller. is up and outside. Four ball once, now 1-1. One That might be, I can't totally tell, might be Colin Treves. Yep, I see the blue gloves, so I believe that's Colin Treves out there warming up. One ball, one strike on four. The pitch is swung on a miss as four could not catch up. It's now one and two on the Renegades pitcher, or excuse me, Renegades catcher. This is just the second time that the Renegades have had a runner in scoring position. Other time was Fuller in the fourth inning. And now Forte being the second Renegades runner to reach second base. Ott's at first and nobody out here in the sixth. Renegades trail three to nothing. One, two pitch to four. Is swung on, grounded out to second base. Second baseman going to go to second. It's a close play. They get one and they get two. That's a double play turn and turned perfectly by the A's. And Kraft now an out away from getting out of the inning. That's tough there for the Renegades after having the first two reach. But Fuller is retired on the double play and Second baseman just moving over there. Cutter decided to go to second, although it was a close play on the weekly hit ground ball, but they not only get Ott, but then have enough time to turn it back around as Garrett delivered a perfect throw to Walsh at first base. And now it's going to be up to Matashek if the Renegades want to get on the board. First pitch to him. Bends just inside. It's now 1-0 on Matashek. He's 0-1, has also walked. Forte moved up to third base on the double play, but Ott taking off the base pass. So 1-0 count, 3-0 game, Matashek way in and that got him in the helmet, but thankfully for him it was pitched soft enough to where I don't think it hurt him at all. Looks to be a right hill on down to first base. That came way up and in and Matashek, no time to duck out of the way, got him in the back of the helmet. But he's okay as so he'll head down to first base and once again the tying run to the plate for the Renegades. Just a curveball that got away from the lefty pitcher Kraft. He, he gets... Matashek way up and in, and Matashek reaches for the second time. And now Lovich, an opportunity with runners at the corners. First pitch to him is on the inside corner. Called strike to the Renegades' third baseman. First time Lovich hasn't swung at the first pitch tonight. Now steps back in. Adonis Forte off a of third base, and Jack Matashek at first. 0-1 pitch to Lovich. A swung on, grounded weakly out to second. Second baseman Cutters got it and then taps the bag with his glove as he went into a slide and gets the fielder's choice to end the inning. So Renegades once again put a little pressure on, but they can't scratch any across as a big double play 
killed the rally in that inning. So we'll head to the bottom of the sixth inning on the Show Me Sports Network. It'll be A's three, Renegades nothing. We'll be right back. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions at the boone county journal we're with you all the way we know that you're more than just a subscriber you're an employer you're a parent you're a neighbor most importantly you're a community member it's our goal to provide you with the latest news sports opinions obituaries classifieds and more to keep you informed about your community to find out more about the boone county journal or to subscribe call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com the boone county journal we're with you all the way Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Cartier can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcartee.avonrepresentative.com. Or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carti. Lorinda A's coming back here in the bottom of the sixth inning, leading this one three to nothing. Want to take the time as a new pitcher warming up for the Renegades. I'll tell you who that is in just a second. But want to tell you about Walk Off Wood Bat Company, handcrafted right here in Missouri. Walk Off Wood Bat Company bats are made with premium grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bat, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To find your confidence at the plate, get Walk-Off Wood Bat Company. Call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. Renegades need some firepower in their bats they've got nine more outs already trailing by three not coming to the plate here but they'll be up in the seventh inning once the new renegades pitcher gets through the six and that new renegades pitcher is colin Treves sporting the blue glove takes them out that means carter goring's night is done he goes a season high five innings pitch strikes out five walked just one gave up six hits and three earned runs but currently in line for the loss if the renegades cannot rally First pitch that Shreves delivers is outside for a ball. That's to Bryce Phelps. It's now 1-0 on the right fielder. 6-7-8 in the A's lineup due up here. And the bottom of the sixth inning, 1-0 pitch misses low. So now two balls, no strikes on Phelps. Largan Eden's weight on deck and in the hall in the seven and eight spots for Clorinda. It's been a tough night at the yard on offense for the Renegades. They have been kept off the scoreboard as Bunn is shown here by Phelps and then pulled back. It misses for a ball, so Shreve yet to throw a strike behind 3-0 to Phelps, who is 0-2 with a line-out and a fielder's choice. Renegades 
have a couple things on the line tonight. Loss would make them 9-14, and 14, drop them their fifth in a row, and drop them to 1-3 and three on the season against Clorinda. Shreve's 3-0 pitch is in their college strike, so A's with a win would move to 18-7 and seven and go up a full game on the St. Joseph Mustangs for first in the North Division. Full game at least, depending on the result of the Mustangs tonight. 3-1 pitch, this one in the air to deep left field. Going back is Perkins, still going back on it, slows up at the track, and makes the catch for out number one. As that ball didn't have enough muscle on it to really get going, but still a well-hit ball for out number one. Regardless, Phelps is retired. Perkins making the catch for out number one. So Phelps now over three, and an over two batter in Tyler Larg stepping in. Argus struck out looking and grounded out to the third baseman. Shreves just entering the ball game, was warming up during the last inning when Goring was still on the mound. Now enters here in the sixth. We'll see how long he goes tonight. Here's the first pitch to Larg on the outside corner called strike. And since falling behind 3-0 and to Phelps, Shreves has since bounced back and thrown three straight pitches that have found the zone and recorded one out. So nobody on, bottom of the sixth inning, 3-0 A's lead. Here's Shreve's 0-1 delivery. This one in the air and out to right. Matishek after it, still on the run, and makes the catch now head high. Ball did come out of the glove. Are they going to say that it was on the transfer, or did he made the catch? Umpires still haven't made a ruling as running to second base is Larg. Umpires now looking at each other because I don't think the field umpire was looking when the play happened. Umpires, neither of them saw what happened. Renegades arguing that Matishek made the catch and it was on the transfer, and head coach Mike Tamilia out of the dugout. Neither of the umpire was looking when Matishek made the transfer so interesting there because neither of them made the call because neither of them were paying attention Renegade's all saying that Matishek made the catch looked like he clearly did and then dropped the ball on the transfer I think that's what happened but Larg smartly enough kept running and made it to second base and now after talking with the Renegades the umpires will have a discussion this would be a very bad call if it goes against the Renegades because not only would put a runner in scoring position but a call just made off of assumption because neither umpire saw it. They both turned and looked at each other as if to say, you make the call. Larg, who hit the ball, standing at second base, was alert enough to keep running once he saw the ball hit the ground, but it looked like Matishek made the catch and then just dropped it on the transfer. Still no call made, and now they're going to go over and discuss with head coach of Clorinda. This could be a big call. Renegades already chilling by three, can't afford to give up anymore having a discussion with the A's head coach at the third baseline, and the batter is ruled out, so Shreves gets his out number two, and no argument from the A's. I think they knew the correct call there was on the transfer. Otherwise, if they're really so upset about it, I think we may have seen some little bit of anger there, but immediately jogging back to the dugout was Larg. So Renegades get the call to go their way, and that is out number two, back-to-back flyouts recorded by Colin Shreves. Don't know what would have happened there had they called that Larg was safe at second base. I think we would have seen a couple of very upset renegades because they were very quickly to say that that should have been out number two. First pitch is swung on a miss. That's the Hayes Edens catching tonight. He's 0 for 1. Also been hit by a pitch but struck out in a second plate appearance. Shreves has looked very good so far in this sixth inning, although I do see someone out before the renegades. This one grounded weakly. Shreves has got it off the mound. The underhand tossed an off and three up, three down. Nicely done for the renegades. Reliever here in the sixth. So Renegades needed to rally. We'll go to the seventh inning. Three to nothing A's lead here on the Show Me Sports Network. 
Serving the capital city and the surrounding area for 70 years, Animal Medical Center strives to provide the best possible medical service for your pet in a caring atmosphere. To promote quality healing and preventative care in a fear-free environment, Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is a full-service veterinary hospital. Whether your pet has fur, feathers, or scales, Dr. Greg Boyer and Dr. Kayla Terry have the experience and expertise to treat complex medical conditions as well as providing annual well checks and vaccinations. Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is the only veterinary hospital in the capital city accredited by the American Animal Hospital Association. To schedule an appointment, call the team at Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City at 573-636-4626. Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bats, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off Woodbat Company at call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. All right, let's see if the Renegades can crack the scoreboard as we head to the top of the seventh inning. It has not been a friendly trip here to Clorinda the last two nights for the Renegades offense as maybe they left their bats at Vivian Field. But still plenty of time left in this one. So nine outs to work with, only trailing by three runs. So just need to string a couple together, and the Renegades can find themselves right back into this one. We've seen fight out of them all season long, and it'll be a great time to have it once again here as we head to the seventh inning. As we Perkins, Rocker Bomber, and Hopkins 6-7-8 in the Renegades order. Looks like we may have a new pitcher. Nope, it is the same pitcher. It looked a little different before he threw that pitch in terms of the windup, so I wasn't sure if it was still Brian Kraft, but it is. He's been excellent tonight. Six strong innings. He struck out seven, walked two, given up four hits, and has not allowed a run. And has only let two Renegades runners get into scoring position. So even when he has given up base runners, it has been to little to no damage. And four and Adonis Forte, the only two to make it to second base. Forte made it to third, but that was it. First pitch to Perkins is fouled straight back. And 0-1 on the Renegades left fielder. He's 0-2 with a pop-out and a ground out both to second base. That came in the second and fourth inning. Now leads off the seventh. And an 0-1 count Kraft. Looking to go to work. There is throwing down in the left field line in the A's bullpen. This one swung on a miss. Now 0-2 on Perkins. Renegades hitters have been struck out seven times tonight through the first six innings. Looks to be a right-hander warming up down there for the A's. Maybe even two of them throwing. So we'll see how long Kraft goes. He's through six. And now the 0-2 pitch is fouled off. So we'll do it once again to Perkins. Part, bottom part of this Renegades order, if you look at these 6-9 spots, nine, neither of those four have reached base tonight. 0-2 pitch to Perkins. is swung on a miss upstairs. Heat's got her to swing through it. And Perkins are tied for out number one, the eighth strikeout of the night for Brian Kraft, who is dealing. So now Rocket Brown with a DH and left-handed hitting Renegade steps in. He's overdue with two flyouts. Usually see him behind the dish, but all, although he did come in and play some first base last night, gets to start at DH for this one. And we'll have to work on a lefty-lefty matchup facing Kraft with nobody on and one out here in the seventh. This pitch just off the outside corner. So now one ball and no strikes on Rocker Bomber. Has only seen four total pitches in the two previous at-bats combined. 
We'll see if this one works a little bit deeper the third time up for him. As soon as Rock around her back into the box, Craft ready to go. This pitch swung on a missed, and now behind, no balls and two strikes. Excuse me, one and one. I'm sorry, I thought it was an 0 one count before that pitch. It was one and zero. It's now one and one. Craft has only walked two batters through the first six and the third innings. He's used to being ahead in counts. Now the one one pitch, Rock around her doesn't even come anywhere near the plate. It actually went behind a rocker bomber. So now two balls and a strike. Renegade batter ahead in the count for the first time since I believe the fifth inning with Ian Nolf. Maybe Forte was ahead last inning, but for most of the part, Kraft has been pitching ahead. 2-1 to Rocker Bomber up and in. And now 3-1 to the Renegades DH. They have put some base runners on. Only been retired 3-3 of three down. I guess been retired 3-3 of three down three times, but in one of those three innings, a runner reached, but a double player raced him. 3-1 pitch to Rocker Bomber is on the outside corner. May even been just right down the middle. Regardless, it's three balls and two strikes, and Rocker Bomber going to have to go to work here in a two-strike count. Rocker Bomber back in. Lefty Kraft ready to go. His windup, and this one misses outside, and that's a one-out walk. Rocker Bomber will take the base for the first time tonight as the Renegades will have one on here in the seventh, trailing three to nothing. Renegade's pitching has not been bad tonight. The three runs all came early, one in the first and two in the second. A solo home run for the run in the first, and then a wild pitch, an RBI single in the third inning for the two others as we're going to have a meeting at the mound between the catcher Edens, the pitcher Kraft, I believe to be the pitching coach, and actually looks like this may be the end of the line as he is motioning out for someone out there in left field, and yep, that's going to mean the end of the line for Kraft. So, pitches into the seventh, but a walk will end his night, and he'll have to give up the ball to a right-handed pitcher coming in. So with that, as he warms up, we'll take a break. Renegades have a base runner on with Hopkins coming to the dish. 3 to nothing. the A's lead on the Show Me Sports Network. Hello, Blake Gasway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech, we say, from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community wood shop. 
Facing a new pitcher as the Renegades have one on with one out thanks to a TJ Rocker Bomber walk. First pitch to Hopkins is in there, a called strike. And now 0 1 on the Renegades shortstop. Hopkins 0 for 2 on the evening. If he can reach, would bring the Renegades tying run to the plate. They've only got eight more outs. They've got to score at least three runs, showing 3 to nothing here in the seventh. This one bends low and outside and in the dirt for a ball. So now 1 and 1. New pitcher Josiah Young, righty. Wearing number 18 comes into pitch for the ace. So a new look for the Renegades after facing the lefty Kraft all night. And he was very, very good. Went six and a third innings and zero runs in line for the win right now. This one inside just under the front arm of Hopkins. Now two and one. Yeah, if the Renegades do not come back from this 3 nothing deficit, Kraft would get the win. Certainly pitched well enough to deserve it, but obviously hoping it gets wiped out with the Renegades' comeback. This one lined to center, sinking fast, and that gets just over the glove of the shortstop and in front of the center fielder. That's a single for Hopkins, and he's on, and that'll bring Nolf up to the plate as the tying run. So after the first batter retired on a strikeout, back-to-back -back runners reach for the Renegades, and that one just enough muscle to get over the shortstop. Garrett's sunk fast, and no one was able to make a play, so Hopkins a hit for the first time tonight in back-to-back -to -back reach. It's now first and second with one out here in the seventh, and Noel stepping in really could get the Renegade rolling if he could find outfield grass here. First pitch to him is upstairs a ball, or better yet, walk and load him up and give Forte on deck a chance to really put the Renegades back in this one. We're in the top of the seventh inning, three to nothing. A's have led for pretty much the entire game. This one swung on a miss by Noel. He struck out swinging twice, and now on a 1-1 count here. New pitcher just in, Josiah Young coming on in relief of Brian Kraft. First battery faced Taylor Hopkins, got him for a single to center field. And now runners at first and second with one out. This one in the air to left field. Coming in on it is the left fielder, Larg. He plants and makes a catch. Barely had to move for that one, and that's an out number two. So now it'll be up to Forte if the Renegades want to get on the board here in the seventh inning. Off the bat, looks like he put pretty decent wood on it, but... Hung up in the air for a while, and Larg barely having to move, making the catch. Both runners stay put, and now still two on, but two out here in this top of the seventh inning. Forte's been on base twice tonight, a walk and infield single to go with a strikeout. So he's got an opportunity, if he can reach again, to bring in a run, but looks at called strike here. It's now 0-1 on the Renegades leadoff hitter. Colby Ott, who's singled once tonight, waits on deck if Forte can continue this inning. Here's the 0-1. This one misses low and inside. It's now 1-1 count. Forte, the lefty hitter, getting to face a right-handed pitcher for the first time tonight. Had to face Kraft for the first three times up. Bats for the second time and two innings. He's hit now in the sixth and the seventh. Pitch to him. Grounded foul off to the right side. And now Young, a strike away from getting through seven innings. Still light out here at the ballpark at Munsipal Stadium. Although the sun has set some White, orange, purple out in the distance, especially beyond right field. 1-2 pitch to Forte, misses way outside, sliding stop by Edens. And now two balls and two strikes on Forte. Hooking to come up and at the very least get the Renegades on the board. Decent speed with Hopkins at first base, so if he could find a gap, maybe make this a 3-2 game. 2-2 pitch, hit high in the air on the infield. Shortstop and third baseman both go over. Who wants it? Third baseman, Kelton, is going to make the catch. 
just a couple steps to his left, and that ends the inning. Renegades once again will strand a couple of base runners. So with that, Renegades still kept off the scoreboard, and we'll head to the bottom of the seventh inning. Three to nothing as we'll stand and sing. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. River Oak Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, River Oak Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. River Oak Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day program. To find out more about River Oak Christian Academy. Call them at 573-634-3983. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. Hi, I'm retired Army Sergeant Trent Dirks, and I want to tell you about an organization that saved and changed my life forever. Retrieving Freedom provides highly trained service dogs to veterans with disabilities and children with autism absolutely free of charge, thanks to the generous donations and support from people just like you. Experts from Retrieving Freedom help throughout the entire process from fostering programs through service dog placement. Retrieving Freedom gave me the skilled service dog, Tracer, who has been my best friend in my lifeline. To find out more about how you can get involved, volunteer, foster, or to donate, visit their website, RetrievingFreedom.org. Retrieving Freedom, changing lives through the training and placement of service dogs for veterans with disabilities and children with autism. Colin Trees pitched a scoreless sixth inning, and as a reward, gets to head back out for the seventh, looking to retire his fourth in a row as he went one, two, three in the sixth with a flyout to Trump's Cloud Flurry, and then a ground out to Eden. Hi, this is. Hi to you too, whoever commercials I just played. So Trees back out here for the seventh. Came in relief of Carter Gorling after he went the first five. Renegades pitching his combined through the first six to only give up three runs. Not giving a whole lot of hope though on the offensive side. It's a three-nothing ball game. Trees ready to go to work facing the bottom of the order. Clay Cutter first pitch fouled out of play to the right side. So 0-1-1. It'll be 9-1-2. Cutter, Tracy, and Garrett. Cutter is 0 for 2 with a fielder's choice and a strikeout swinging. Now faces a new pitcher in Treves, donning the teal blue glove. This one skips in there, so 1 and 1. Treves didn't even have to throw a whole lot of pitches in that sixth. Got Phillips to fly out in a 3 1 count, Larg to fly out in an 0 1 count, and then Edens to ground out in an 0 1 count. Was through it quickly and now back out as there is someone warming up for the Renegades down in the bullpen. That may be Tanner Schmitz. There's a light pulling my way, but I thought I may have saw 14 for a second. This one in there called strikes now. One and two on Cutter. If it is 14, it would be Schmitz because that is the number that he wears in these yellow jerseys. One-two pitch from Shreves. Bends in there. It's grounded to third. Third baseman Lobich, the backhand, and a strong throw over to first is in time. Made that one look easy as he was... Well behind the third base bag in the hole and then delivered a bullet over to first and that's out number one. Showing off the arm there. Saw him pitch a couple nights ago, maybe about a week ago at this point. 
and used it right there to deliver a strike over to Nolf at first base, and that's out number one. Treves has retired all four that he's faced, and now Tab Tracy, the left-handed batting leadoff hitter, steps in to face Shreves. First pitch to him, it fouled off to the left side, and now no balls and a strike. Yes, that looks to be Tanner Schmitz, maybe. Actually not Tracy batting here as the A's continue to use their bench. Luke Saunders pinch hitting here for Tracy. This one a called strike. So now 0-2 on the new hitter. Now the third pinch hitter that the A's have used so far. One out into the seventh. Saunders the new center fielder. And it will be behind 0-2 against Shreves. And here's the pitch. This one hit in the air out to right center field gap. Coming in on it is Matashek. He dives. He can't make the catch as it falls in front of him. Forte, thankfully, there to back it up. And just a one-out single. That ball was sinking fast. Matashek gave it a good effort, but just came up short on the dive. And Saunders, just into the ball game, has singled to right field. Would assume that Saunders would just stay in the game and play center field. Salmon right, so maybe they do a little moving around that way. Regardless... He comes in and immediately gets a pinch hit single to right field. We'll see if they try and put him in motion. He did have one stolen base last night. First pitch to Aiden Garrett is fouled off to the left side, so 0-1. Garrett came in to pinch hit in the fifth inning, replaced Max Peterson, and singled to center field. Now Batshew with one on and one out, and up 3 to nothing in the bottom of the seventh inning. Shreves an inning and a third pitch so far. Now pitching out of the stretch for the first time as Saunders off a of first base pitch outside for quickly out of the crouch in case Saunders was going, but he was not. So now one and one on the lefty batting shortstop Garrett. Back into the box now, lefty Garrett facing the righty Shreves. Here's the pitch. This one fouled off to the left side, and now one ball, two strikes on Aiden Garrett. Shreves retired the first batter, Carter on a ground out. He got ahead 0-2 on the pinch to Luke Saunders before he singled on a shallow brute to right field that Matashek dove for but could not come up with. And now one on, one out, and a 1-2 count on Aiden Garrett. Shreves quick check of the runner. Now brings the ball into his glove. Runner going, the pitch is fouled off, so he'll have to head on back and will stay put right here at one ball and two strikes. Once again, Tanner Schmitz down there warming up for the Renegades in the bullpen. Assume we'd see him next. Don't know if Shreves will be able to go through the full seventh inning. He came in in the sixth and went one, two, three. Now back out for the seventh. Retired the first batter before allowing a single. Just one double play away, though, from getting us through seven innings here in Clorinda. Runner with the lead. He's not going here. Pitch is inside for a ball. So now even at two balls and two strikes on Aiden Garrett's. Renegades have Nolf holding the runner. Saunders on at first base. Rest of the infield defense playing normal positions. Back into the box now. Runner going. 2-2 pitch. Swung on a miss. The throw to second base is going to be late. But regardless, the Renegades get out number two. Swiping second base is Saunders to another stolen base for the Clorinda A's. But Shreves records out number two on the strikeout swinging of Aiden Garrett. So Sonnen moves up to second base, but if Shreves can get Will Walsh here, albeit not an easy task, would get us through seven innings and keep this one a 3 nothing ball game. Renegades will have the eighth and the ninth to try and rally. Going to need at least three, maybe more, 
if the A's can scratch across a two-out run here in the seventh. They haven't scored since the third when they put up two. First pitch from Shreves is just off the outside corner. Four couldn't bring it back. It's now 1-0. Walsh has been on base all three times. Made a home run, a single, and a walk. Ott plays a little closer to the second base bag. Not on top of it, but shading that way. Saunders at second base. Shreves checks. And now the pitch to Walsh. Hit in the air out to deep left center field again. Perkins going back. Still going back, and that ball's up against the wall for extra bases. Saunders can jog home. He's in for the fourth run. And Walsh up to second base. He continues to torment Renegades pitching. And he's now on base four times, three for three. And a triple shy of the cycle. Drives in his second run of the night with that deep ball hit off the left center field wall. Perkins played it about as well as he could, waiting for it to ricochet on off. But no chance to get Walsh moving up to second base. And who knows if we'll see him come to the plate again. But he is now a triple away from the cycle gone home run single walk double Saunders who pinch hit singled and stole a base came in to score on the play even if he didn't score the stole the base probably would have scored from first on that double so now it's four nothing A's lead first pitch Kelton up and in for a ball now one and oh heck of a two games against the Renegades for Will Walsh driven in now three runs pitch three innings he has been the real deal 1-0 pitch to Kelton is grounded weakly back to the mound. Shreves off of it. He's got it. The throw to Nolf at first base is in time, and that will end the inning. A's add one more run, but Shreves pitches around the two-out double and keeps it a 4-0 ball game as we'll head to the eighth. Renegades running out of chances. They're going to have to rally. We'll be right back with the Renegades' top of the order coming to the plate on the Show Me Sports Network. Hi, this is Nick Hoslog, owner of Hoslog Landscape and Design. Every day, my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of. By focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction, this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving Jefferson City and the Central Missouri area. Thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the Reader's Choice Awards and Jefferson City's Best multiple years running. When you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project, call us at 573-301-9464 to schedule an estimate or visit hoslaglandscape.com. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on custom laser engraving llc a veteran owned business the following public service announcement is brought to you by the eddie goodell society jefferson city chapter 10 doing little things to make a big difference want to make a big difference in your community be kind to others drive safely and put litter in its proper place Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take the walk, Eddie! Back here in Corinda for A's and Renegades. 4-0 now thanks to the A's adding one more run just a moment ago in the bottom of the seventh inning on the Will Walsh RBI double. Looks like Saunders, who came in to pinch hit, scored a run, will just come into the game in center field. Just a straight switch between him and Tab Tracy. So Saunders in. Josiah Young back out for the eighth inning, and his first pitch to Ott is up and in, ball one. 
I remind everyone to go riding with Doc and Norm Direct, Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond, they do it all. Odd fouls this pitch off. Doc and Norm Direct is also the official transportation provider of the Renegades, getting us to all our road games safely, efficiently, and in style. To book your spot for your next adventure, call them at 573-256-1991 or email reservations at mlexpress.com. Thanks again to Doc and Norm Direct. 0-2 pitch coming to Odd, excuse me, 1-1 pitch coming to Odd. Misses up and in, so 2-1 and one on Colby. Playing second base, Knight singled in his last at bat in the sixth. Wasn't out the other two times. 2-1 pitch to him. is hit in the air off to the right side, but that's going to get over the dugout and out of place. Now 2-2. Two and two. Young pitched through two outs last inning, gave up a hit but did not allow a run. Renegades so far tonight have used Gorling and Shreves as the 2-2 pitch to Ott is on the inside corner, called strike three. He didn't give up much of an argument there, leaving and going back to the dugout. So that's out number one here in the eighth. Second strikeout recorded by Josiah Young. Actually, first by Young. So he gets the backwards K on Ott. Looks like we're going to see Tanner Schmitz in for the bottom of the eighth inning. Don't think we'll see Shreves back out there for a third inning. Luke four now in. Renegades down by four. First pitch to him. Are they going to rule he went? I don't believe so. Nope. So now one and out. We four followed by Matashek. Renegades have got to get base runners. They've got just five more outs. They've been kept off the scoreboard. 1-0 pitch fouled straight back. Off the nets. Now one ball, one strike on the Renegades catcher. He's one for three with an infield single in the fourth. Was the first Renegade to move into scoring position, but did not come around to score. So obviously the Renegades currently have a big old zero on their top half of the scoreboard. 1-1 pitch to four. Hit in the air out to shallow right field off the side. It's actually going to get into foul territory and down out of play. So that's one ball, one, two, one ball, two strikes now on four. Young, the second pitcher for the A's tonight after Brian Kraft went the first six and a third. Don't see any movement down there in the A's bullpen. But assume the Young at least has the eighth. Don't know how long he can go if they would give him the ninth and a save chance too. This one called strike three on four inside corner and back-to-back -back punch out looking for Young and he's gone two up to down here in the eighth inning. So Matashek coming in, nobody on and two outs after back-to-back -back strikeouts punched out by Young. Would only be a save if Young comes back out for the ninth since he came in a three-run game. If they turn to a new pitcher and now a four-run ball game would not be a save opportunity. First pitch from Matashek rounded weakly to second. Cutter's got it. Underhand flip to Walsh at first, and Matashek is retired. Three up, three down for the Renegades. They once again go scoreless on offense. So head to the bottom of the eighth, looking like Tanner Schmidt's going to be coming in, and the Renegades looking to keep it at a 4 nothing ball game. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. Moex, Doc and Norm Direct, is back better than ever. Much more than your number one ground shuttle transportation service to St. Louis Airport. Yes! Moex Dock and Norm Direct is Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Sporting events, concerts, wedding receptions, the lake, winery trips, Branson, plaza shopping, reunions, pub crawls, group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond. We do it all. Remember, we want you to ride Moex Dock and Norm Direct. 
When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131 to see how I can help you stay in the game. That's Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions at the boone county journal we're with you all the way we know that you're more than just a subscriber you're an employer you're a parent you're a neighbor most importantly you're a community member it's our goal to provide you with the latest news sports opinions obituaries classifieds and more to keep you informed about your community to find out more about the boone county journal or to subscribe call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com the boone county journal we're with you all the way third pitcher of the night for the Renegades taking the hill here in the bottom of the eighth inning at Munchpool Stadium in Clorinda, Iowa. Second of two straight night games here in this ballpark last night. Renegades lost to 10 to 1 and are staring down the barrel of loss number two in a row if they cannot rally for four in the ninth. Going to meet at least four depending on how new pitcher for the Renegades does here in this bottom of the eighth and that new pitcher is Tanner Schmitz. Renegades go from Gorling to Shreves and then Schmitz Coming in to pitch this bottom of the eighth inning, he's been rock solid for the Renegades out of the bullpen, often using high leverage spots, closing spots, and for multiple innings, but it looks like they're just going to ask him to get one inning here tonight and keep this right at a 4 nothing game. His first pitch is low and inside for ball one. It's to Jared Anderson who came on and replaced Sands at the DH spot his last time up and grounded out. Batch here to lead off the eighth. It'll be followed by Phelps and Lark. Next pitch to him, also low and away. So now two balls, no strikes on Anderson. Back into the box now is Anderson. He's in a 2-0 count. Swings and just fouls this one off off to the left side. It's now two ball, one strike counts. On the new DH and Anderson, who played last night, played first base last night for, for the A's. Actually was on three times, a double, a single, and a hit by pitch. Renegades down four to nothing. 2-1 is low and inside. It's now three and one. Schmidt's in danger of losing the first batter. Anderson that he's facing here to get the spot of the eighth going. Back into the windup now. The righty's 3-1 pitch on the way. This one inside. Don't know if he got him. It did get him. Would have been ball four. Regodos and that's a leadoff base runner as Anderson will trot on down to first base to get this eighth inning going. 
So Schmitz gives up a hit by pitch to the first batter that he faces. Now we'll have to go out of the stretch facing Bryce Phelps stepping in. He's 0 for 3. Line out, fielder's choice, and fly out. Still don't see a whole lot of movement down the left field line where I believe the A's bullpen is. So it might be Josiah Young coming back out for the ninth. Would be a multiple inning relief appearance. Back on the bump now is Schmitz. Runners going. The pitch to him is in there. A strike. The throw to second. Odd on a bounce. Tries to make a tag, but in there safely just in front of it is Anderson. And another stolen base for the A's. They've got a runner in scoring position with nobody out here in the eighth. So Anderson just now reaching for the first tonight. Hit his first time tonight. Hit by a pitch. Steals second base right there. And now he's in scoring position. Schmitz checks Schmitz second a couple times. Now delivers the 0-1. This one grounded off to the left side. Foul and out of play. So 0-2 would be big here. Schmitz can get Phelps without allowing Anderson to move up to third base. Renegade still within slam distance. But to keep it that way would require not allowing Anderson to come around and score and make this a bigger lead for the A's than it already is. Back now is Schmitz. The 0-2 pitch is upstairs just up and in. It's now 1-2. and two. I think he to use the same 9 on defense all game long. No switches for them. Fuller is going to go out and quickly talk with Schmitz before the 1-2. Meanwhile, for the A's, they have been mixed and matching all over the place. They had Saunders come in for Tracy to play center. Garrett took over for the second baseman. Peterson, Garrett actually went to short, and they moved Cutter from short to second. And then Anderson also came in at DH. They have used the bench to their full potential. And it has worked in their favor so far to the tune of a 4 nothing lead. So Schmitz, strike away from recording out number one. He's looking to get Phelps here for the fourth time tonight. Schmitz sets, quickly glances to the runner at second. They don't hold him on, now checks twice, and will step off the mound. He was getting a big lead, wants to look him back towards second base. That's Anderson out there, who was hit by a pitch, just stole second base. They don't hold him on, so Schmitz stepped off there to try and keep him close. Really don't want to let him steal third here and get to... 90 feet away with less than two outs. Schmitz now sits. Right-handed batting Phelps back in. Look back to the runner. Now look to home. And here's the 1-2. Swung on, grounded weakly to third. It's going to be in foul territory. So we'll stay at 1-2 once again after back-to-back -back foul balls by Bryce Phelps. Tyler Lark, who's 0-3, waits on deck. Hayes Edens to follow. Carter going with the first six innings, excuse me, five innings of this one. Struck out five, allowed six hits and three runs. Then Colin Trees went the last two, struck out one, gave up two hits and a run. And now Schmitz on for the eighth. Will be the final pitcher that the Renegades have to use if he can get through the eighth and the Renegades don't come back in the top of the ninth. Ben ahead the whole at bat to Phillips. Check of the runner, now the 1-2 pitch. This one hit out to left field, going back on his Perkins. He slows up, and he makes the catch for out number one. Runner starts like he's going to tag, but since it was hit to left, he will not. And that's a big out number one recorded by Schmitz. He gets Phelps on the fly out to Perkins. So Anderson still out there at second base. Largo now step in. Important there that Schmitz got the batter Phelps without letting, allowing Anderson to get to third base because then with one out, you could potentially score him on a sack fly. Now another fly ball just like that would not score a run unless Anderson 
moves up to third at some point in this at bat before a ball is put in play. Already stolen one base one, put a pass on the try it again, out shades him towards the second base bag. Arg now in. Check of the runner, and now the first pitch to him. This one on the outside corner, a called strike. Now no balls and one strike on the left fielder tonight for the A's. Ott's now playing pretty close to the second base bag. Anderson has a decent size lead now. Ott moves a couple steps back toward second base. Schmitz looks in, now out to second. And now back into the plate. And will step off, though, back to second. The tag by Ott, and he never had the ball. Don't know if they would have had him anyway, but it was a bang-bang play. Ott tried to make a pretty quick tag, but just never had the ball in his glove. So back in with a head-first dive is Anderson. I'll kick a couple pieces of dust off the belt area before... Getting ready to go back there at second base. Schmidt back. Schmitz, pardon me, said my own last name. Schmitz back on the mound. Dangles the right arm about knee height. Bent at the knees and now straightens up before getting to deliver the first pitch of the at-bat to Larg. Actually, the second pitch. It's an 0-1 count. This one misses up. So now 1-1 one one on the left fielder for the A's. A's at 17-7. and They are pacing the mink league. Best record in the league. Half a game better than the St. Joseph Mustangs, who the Renegades have seen twice in the last week, beat them once, and then lost to them the other time. That was a couple nights ago, the start of this four-game skid, and three outs away from moving to five. Runner off second base, Schmitz checks him, and will step off the mound, throw to Ott, the tag at second base, and he never had the ball as that goes into center field. Forte coming in to scoop it up before Anderson can move up any farther, but he's now at third base, and that's big. And now a sack fly could potentially score on ball thrown away again. It gets past the third baseman, Lovich. And coming in to score will be Anderson. And the Renegades have made back-to-back -back throwing errors to allow the run to come in and score. Poor defense there twice by the Renegades as Schmitz turned and fired it low and into center field. And then once he moved up to third, just Lolly popped over there to third base and got past both Lovich. And pitcher Schmitz backing up and coming in to score the fifth run of the game was Anderson. Two errors committed by the Renegades on that play around run number five to score. And now a 1-1 count with now nobody on and one out. Pitch delivered is on the inside corner. That's a called strikes now one and two on Lark. We'll have to determine based on the outcome of the next two at-bats whether that'll go earned or unearned on Schmidt's line. He doesn't care about that now. One-two pitch to Larg is low and inside. It's now two balls and two strikes. This inning started with a hit by pitch. Anderson then stole second then just... A moment ago, scored from second on back-to-back -back throwing errors. And now Larg in in a 2-2 count. Nobody on, one out, 5 nothing A's lead. Pitch to him is going to bend off the outside corner. So now three balls and two strikes. Schmidt's looking to get out number two in this inning. Renegades will have to put together a pretty big rally headed to the top of the ninth inning. Looking ahead to that inning, they'll have the middle of the lineup up. Five, six, seven. Pitch from Schmitz misses outside, and that's going to be a one-out walk. Large the second, large the second batter of the inning to reach for the ace. So Hayes Edens, the catcher, will step in with runner on first, one out. If any inclination by the rest of this A's offense works, we will most likely see Larg in motion. They've been not shy of trying to steal bases. Schmitz will throw over to first, perfect throw, and Nolf got the tag down, but it was nice. Just not in time to get Larg diving back in there safely. So Hayes Edens, he's 0 for 2, was hit by a pitch, steps in. Schmitz could really use a ground ball here and send us to the ninth inning. One out, one on. 
and the first pitch to Edens is in there a called strike no balls and a strike now on the catcher for the ace Renegades have yet to score in this one meanwhile the A's scored one in the first two in the second and now one in the seventh and one in the eighth Schmidt sets here's the 0-1 pitch it's off the outside corner nice backhand stop by Fuller behind the dish now one and one on Edens on the bottom part of this A's order Cutter the number nine hitter waits on deck he's 0 for 3 Schmitz bent at the knees now, straightens up and sets at the belt on her large at first base. Here's the pitch, way up is Florida to get out of his crouch now. That one, so now it's two balls and one strike. Both of these next two batters, Edens and Cutter, sporting offers. Chance to change that here as they bat in the bottom of the eighth with one out and a runner at first base in Larg. Here's Schmitz 2-1, runner going, it's a called strike, the throw to second, the tag by Ott, and he never had the ball as it popped out of his glove. Nope, he did have the ball, that's out number two. I saw the white cleat kick up and thought that was the ball, but that was a perfect throw and tag by forward Ott, and that's a caught stealing and a big out number two for the Renegades. So after all the stolen bases, they finally get one to throw him out, and not only that, a called strike, so now 2-2 two two on Edens. Schmitz into the lineup. He's a strike away. The pitch is swung on a miss. And very quickly, they're using two pitches to get two outs, and the Renegades are out of the inning. So Renegades will have to rally. We'll head to the ninth. It's a 5-0 ball game. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com. Dot com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carti. Serving the capital city and the surrounding area for 70 years, Animal Medical Center strives to provide the best possible medical service for your pet in a caring atmosphere. To promote quality healing and preventative care in a fear-free environment, Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is a full-service veterinary hospital. Whether your pet has fur, feathers, or scales, Dr. Greg Boyer and Dr. Kayla Terry have the experience and expertise to treat complex medical conditions as well as providing annual well checks and vaccinations. Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is the only veterinary hospital in the capital city accredited by the American Animal Hospital Association. To schedule an appointment, call the team at Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City at 573-636-4626. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more. Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, a veteran-owned business. Back now for the top of the ninth inning here at Munspool Stadium. Went in, in between innings to talk with, as the first pitch is inside or low for a ball, went to talk with 
Mr. Forday, Adonis's father in between innings was so great to meet him. Always thankful to meet players' families doing this all season. That was a great interaction as this one is now pumped in a strike one and one. So if you're wondering why showed up basically right as the music was ending, that was why. Renegade's going to have to rally for five. First hitch, hit first swing by Lovich there in this at-bat is hit out of place. Now one ball and two strikes on the Renegade's third baseman tonight. Josiah Young looking to complete three, or excuse me, two and two-thirds innings if he can get through this ninth. He's ahead one ball and two strikes on Lovich. And here's the pitch. This one lined off to the right side and back-to-back -back foul balls by Lovich. Lovich so far tonight is one for three, single to left, struck out swinging, and then a fielder's choice to end the sixth inning. Renegades are going to need to string some together, trailing five to nothing in the ninth. Pitch to Lovich, bends out of the zone, and now two balls and two strikes. Young since coming in has struck out two batters, given up one hit, and is not allowed to run. Pitch to Lovich, his line, right side, and out of play. He's put some balls hard in this at bat. He just hasn't hit them in play. One of them off to the left was a mile high. Just way foul to the left side, and then hit that one on a line down the right field line, but was out in front. So Young, in a 2-2 count, into the lineup, in the pitch to Lovich is swung on a miss for strike three. And a good battle there between Lovich and Young, but Young wins it, and Lovich is out number one here in the ninth. Third strikeout recorded by Josiah Young. So now stepping in, Brennan Perkins. So far on the night, he is over three with a pop out, a ground out, and a strikeout swinging his last time up. His pitch is lined to left. That's going to get down into left field for a base hit, and Perkins is on for the first time tonight as he lined that one just over the leaping shortstop Garrett, and that's a one-out single for the Renegades. They're showing some signs of life here in the ninth. For the Renegades, that's just their sixth hit of the ball game. Perkins first, and now we'll turn it over to T.J. Rockerbond with a chance to start stringing some things together. The Renegades are going to have to rally if they want to avoid loss number five in a row. would drop them to 9-14. and 14. And they trail five to nothing. First pitch to Rocker Bomber. Hit in the air. Shallow left side. Third baseman and shortstop going out. Who wants it? It looks like third baseman Kelton is going to make the grab. And that's out number two. Renegades down to their last out after the pop-up. Renegades hitters have also struck out 11 times against Kraft and Young. His pitching night has just been so impressive for the A's. Renegades pitching has not been bad. Run on Schmitz will go unearned. This one up and in. Hopkins, the last gasp effort for the Renegades. So Renegades give up five runs. Only four of them earned across Gorling, Shreves, and Schmitz. Gorling would take the loss if this final stands. 1-0 pitch to Hopkins is low in the dirt. That's blocked nicely, but now two balls and no strikes. Back on the mound now, off of first base is Perkins, 2-0 to Hopkins, it's ripped to left field, that's going to get down, fair ball, and that'll go all the way to the wall. Perkins on his way to third base, Hopkins is going to make the turn ahead to second, they're going to wave around Perkins and send him home, throw comes in, the throw is not going to be made to the plate, and Perkins is in standing, and the Renegades are on the board now 5-1, to one, thanks to the two-out RBI double by Taylor Hopkins, his second hit of the Knights. Lace that ball down the left field line. It went all the way to the wall and even into the corner. And coming all the way around the square from first base was Perkins. And the Renegades get on the board with two outs here in the ninth inning. Now it's a 5-1 ball game. 
So once again, Renegade still down to their last out, but Ian Nolf stepping in, Hopkins at second, first pitch line to right. It's going to be playable, and Phelps will make the catch, barely had a move, and that's the old ball game. So Renegade score run in the ninth to break the scoreless streak, but they are beaten here in Clorinda for the second night in a row. So an unsuccessful Iowa trip for the Renegades, and they fall to 1-3 and three on the season series, which is now over between them and the A's. So with that, the A's will go to 18-7 and seven on the season. The Renegades will fall to 9-14. and 14. Renegades will stay in third place. Meanwhile, the A's continue to widen their lead on first place in the North Division. Winning pitcher tonight, Brian Kraft. He was excellent, went six and a third, eight strikeouts, gave up four hits, did not allow a run. Losing pitcher Carter Gorlang goes five innings, strikes out five, gave up six hits and three earned runs. And Josiah Young gets to save across two and two-thirds innings because he came in in his save spot in a three-run ball game. Goes two and two-thirds innings, strikes out two, gives up one run on two hits. So that's about it, ladies and gentlemen. So far for the Knights, the Renegades had six hits. And in total for the A's, they had eight hits total. So not much difference in the hits, but a big difference in the runs as the A's win this one 5-1. to one. It was my pleasure to broadcast the back-to-back -back night games here for the Renegades. In Clorinda, sorry I wasn't able to bring some good luck for a, a Renegades win, but it'd be fun if they break out the bats tomorrow. And it should be a fun exhibition matchup between the Renegades and the Legends. Make sure to come out and see that one. And then a road game that's not too far on Sunday in Sedalia. So if you're feeling like making the about hour, hour and a half drive, I, I think, from Jeff City, Go and check them out there as they take on the Bombers. But with it being a road game, we're going to wrap up pretty quickly here. Renegades drop their fifth in a row. They lose tonight by a final score of 5-1. to one, And they fall to the A's for the second straight time. And we'll now head back to Jefferson City tonight. Thanks to Doc and Norm. Well, ladies and gentlemen, hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend. It'll be Blake back with you tomorrow night and Sunday. I may hop on a couple of times throughout. But make sure to tune in tomorrow because we've got something fun planned, a surprise coming that we're going to debut tomorrow night. So you won't want to miss that. It'll be some fun interaction with some players. So final score, Renegades lose this one 5-1. to one. Enjoy the rest of your Friday night, everyone. For Ben Schmidt, that is myself. You guys enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thanks for listening in, and hope you join us on the next Renegades broadcast round night. Take care, everyone. You've been listening to the biggest and absolute best game coverage in mid-Missouri on the exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades baseball, the Show Me Sports Network and the Renegades Radio Network. The Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew are the ones that know your Renegades the best. Exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades baseball has been brought to you by Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City. Avon with Michelle Carty. Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Christopher Scott, Farmers Insurance, Doc and Norm Direct, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Hoslog Landscaping and Design, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, River Oak Christian Academy, Sawdust Studios, State Tech of Missouri, and Walk Off Wood Bat Company. We hope you've enjoyed the broadcast. Join us anytime on the web at showmesportsnetwork.com or find us on Facebook by searching the Show Me Sports Network. The Show Me Sports Network and the Renegades Radio Network, your exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades baseball.
serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world, this is the Show Me Sports Network. The preceding was an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and was a high-fidelity all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited.